0: Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it.
1: You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Okay, everybody.
0: What? Oh, hi, Joey. Hey. How How's doing? everybody doing? Good.
1: Greetings. Good. Hey. I know who that voice is. That's me. <laughs> I'm
2: talking about Don E. Smith, Jr. Jr., that's right. junior Don't to be confused. I originally am thinking of having it changed legally to Don E. Smith, the sequel. The sequel.
1: Well, yes. You'll fit in right here. So... <laughs> <laughs> You'll fit in no better place than right here. Awesome. Ah, so this is going to be episode to mo- forty-six of Movie Sucktastic. Thank you, Scott. Welcome to Movie Sucktastic.
0: Well, yeah, but you know, we, we we say that, but you've already gone through like two or three things that say Movie Sucktastic, so it is kind of, you know.
1: <laughs> this is true. Yeah. This is true. That's why I didn't say it. You did.
0: Yeah, no, I, I suck.
1: You don't suck.
0: But you, you no. were you were you were if saying. It,
2: he sucks tastically. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, but,
0: but you were saying, sir.
1: Uh, basically, I was saying, welcome basically. all. Yeah, basically, definitely. Technically. Technically. <laughs> uh, no, we uh, we have a very special guest today. That's Don Smith. What he names? he, uh, a great author. Um, what are some of your books, Don?
2: Uh, well, um, my most recent one that just came out is uh, called The of Road Murders of Passaic County. It's out from History Press. And it's the uh, f- true story of um, the first murder that happened in Passaic County. Uh, and it's unusual connection with the uh, uh, the White House – with the President McKinley White House and uh, Vice President Garrett Hobart. Ah. And uh, – and basically, it's kind of like it's a story of like when like, – like basically, I, I say in the book that uh, that stabbings and murders are just basically kind of like they're a dime a dozen on the evening news. Okay. And yeah, that's
1: true.
2: For, for viewers, they just kind of sit there and they're just like kind of like, oh, we're watching this until the next episode of Seinfeld or something like that. Gotcha. And then they forget all about it. But this book tells a story of when it was a big deal. Like when murder was a big deal and uh, not just for the people but for the surrounding community and just like all the historic, like just how uh, the, the Van Winkle family faced like all the different trials and tribulations that the United States went through from – like the house was built before the American Revolution and how the whole family survived on after after like subsequent like other – political things that happen, War of eighteen twelve.
1: Now, uh anyone that's uh say local or just lives in the great state of New Jersey, mm-hmm. whereabouts on Golf Road is it?
2: It is um it is Oh, across from where Golfle Road Pond is, uh, or where the pond is and the dam is on golfal Road. It's gotcha. the there's a stone house across from there, and that's where the murder took place. And the house is still standing.
1: I actually know that area well because, as you know, I I drive up and down golfal Road. And, yes, in, in the in the surrounding area. I was just at Hawthorne the other day. Uh, the oh, library. library. They have a new director you now. Me. You should have called me. Oh. <laughs> I ended up getting stuck there for a while. I was thinking, Every time I end up in Hawthorne, I always think of Don, and, and sometimes I, I'm always wondering if I'm going to run into you uh, at the library like I did uh, a couple of times.
2: Yeah, so. and next time you do that, I'm serious. Call me, and I'll be more than happy to make a special run, run down there. So, oh, very uh, cool, just, very cool. Yeah. I have uh, yet not yet met the new director, but I will say this. Because they got rid of the former one, I am a registered Democrat, and that's wow. no lie no lie whatsoever i she's,
0: thought we weren't talking politics <laughs> during the episode <laughs>
1: uh, all i can not, say is that she's very nice so
2: i'm i'm sure she is let me put it to you this way um, libraries friends of libraries directors on down to the volunteers and the pages are some of the hardest working people you will meet in just about any civic responsibility however there are trustee boards that have their heads so far up their tailpipes they're eating lunch a second time and i'll just leave it at that you're right
1: you're right i uh, i don't deal with the political side of it often but i hear about it often so oh. i know where you i know what you're talking about
0: and speaking of heads up up uh, rectums,
1: uh-huh.
0: uh, I, I, I didn't tell Don that Joey and I are going to keep this a PG-13 uh, non-explicit episode so you can promote it uh, for your uh, interview and et cetera, et cetera. Really? Yeah, so we're not gonna curse or anything on the episodes. This is, this is we're keeping this episode purely PG thirteen, so right. and if you we know st- Well you
2: know that they do say those words in a PG thirteen episode. Yeah, You no, get, no, you get no, one no. F word. I'm saying the uh, stuff that
0: Joey and I no you don't no F words this episode. <laughs> okay. I'm saying the stuff that Joey and I usually say, usually about Avatar, we were gonna refrain from.
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> all Yeah. You know. Would it make you feel better if uh I told you that I'm like the only guy in the United States that has not seen Avatar? uh no
0: because you, you should see it and hate it
2: <laughs> to join just, the club <laughs> as long as
0: you don't pay for it that's that's the important part yes. that's that's
2: like that's like one of those things that like where you've got like the girlfriend that will like open up a carton of milk smell it her face turns green and she makes the same sound as like she just has like the flu and then she <laughs> just goes here smell this <laughs> no yeah they did it
1: they actually did a pretty good bit on that on Saturday night live with Tom Hanks where Everybody's oh there's a there's a hole in the floor and everyone has to step on it oh this milk is terrible everyone had to taste it so actually
0: but, I, I I think if anybody out that's dating that should be a litmus test
1: if okay. you go to somebody's apartment
0: <laughs> and check 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 the DVD racks and if they have Avatar if they own a copy of Avatar run
1: there was a great yeah. article written a, a while ago I don't think I could even find it if I tried but it was. When you are just starting to date someone, or you're just maybe a first date, second date, check their DVD rack, and that'll tell you everything you need to know about them, and whether or not you want to continue to date them.
0: Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know what we should do? We should have an episode of the top ten films you should, you know, uh, avoid screaming if, if you're if this person you're dating has them on their DVD. Rack. I love it.
1: I love it. I'm actually going to write I it down. In
0: on that.
2: I <laughs> in on that one. I really do.
1: Definitely.
0: Uh, but I, we are wasting time. Sure. Joey, Launch us into the top ten list.
1: Okay, uh, we are going to do the top 10 for the weekend of September 23rd through 25th. And uh, we're going to start at number 10. And that is uh, I Don't Know How She Does It. With 2 million uh, on the weekend, 7.9 million total in its second week, it costs 24 million. Can I just say that I'm so happy that this movie is bombing so badly?
0: I know how she does it.
1: Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Essentially, we talked about it last week, it's Sex in the City with a different title. She just happens to have kids. She addresses the camera terribly. You just want to run away. Even in a the trailer, they show it. You just want to run away. Um, it well, she looks was in awful. That,
0: she was in that other movie before where she uh, broke her typecast and, and played a rich woman. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> do you,
1: did you hear about the Morgans?
0: Yeah, yeah, Ugh, that one. So you know, she's, she's that one didn't do that well either. So I, I guess they decided to put her back in a in a dating role as opposed to a married role.
1: That's right. That's right.
2: Yeah, I got to be honest with you. I go back to that wonderful line about her in Ed Wood.
0: Oh, I beat you <laughs> last episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, Don
2: doesn't know that,
1: but you're right. It's it, it, Scott brought it up last week about uh, her. Uh, well, I don't even remember. I know what the horse is involved with it somehow, but Don yeah, knows. Don knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
2: All I can say is is that Ferris Bueller was arrested for bestiality, and I'll leave it at that. Oh my! Oh so...
1: my! <laughs> Bueller! Uh, who are we getting a phone call from right now?
2: Are we getting a phone call? We're getting a phone Matthew? call. Probably Matthew Broderick.
1: I wonder if that's someone trying to leave a voicemail.
0: It could be because I just posted on Facebook that we're recording right now. Uh, I,
1: I, <laughs> uh hopefully <laughs> that hopefully that goes to voicemail.
0: Am I complicating things, Joey?
1: I think you are. Good. <laughs> What's number nine? <laughs> number nine. This is gonna. This is being recorded. This bloop bloop in the background. <laughs> 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 wow, we're getting people that want to leave voicemail, and we can't have it. <laughs> Good job, Scott. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I didn't tell them to the call, I just said we were recording.
1: Well, you know this is the account we connect to when we record these episodes.
0: Yeah, I know, but I didn't
1: I didn't post the number or anything. Oh. I just said we're recording. Oh my. Yay. I wonder if I declined it. If it would have went the voice anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, number nine. That's gonna happen forty times this episode. Uh all right, number nine is Straw Dogs, the remake of Straw Dogs. Uh with two million. Uh it's made eight point eight million cost 25 it's in its second week this is also i don't want to say bombing but you know what it's not going to get anywhere near 25 million here in the states it's almost out of the top 10 it's only in its second week yeah so uh and we said our piece about this last week we want to see it but we're we're unsure
2: I don't. I wasn't even sure quite what it was about. Like, uh, like when I was looking, the trailers didn't even explain it. The only, the only reason why I would have any interest in seeing it, is because I'm a huge James Marsden fan. I really am. <laughs> I happen to think he's one of the most. I think he's incredibly underrated, and he should be a leading man. I really mean that. I'm being. I'm. I'm known for my sarcasm, but I always thought that he should have been the one that played Green Lantern and not Ryan Reynolds uh i stepped in it didn't i no 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 no. ignore me i i i could
1: see him as as green lantern seriously i ryan reynolds he's got the comic timing um but i could still see him as 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 green lantern it's interesting that you say that to be honest why well no just because i never thought of now that Ryan Reynolds is Green Lantern, I didn't even really think to think of anyone else. But now that you mention uh, Marsden, if I, I think that would fit, I think he would be a good fit. Actually, you know, you know my favorite Marsden film is. Wait, don't tell me. Um, is it, is it the, the Princess one?
0: Close Enchanted. Nope, yeah, twenty-seven enchan- dresses.
1: Oh, you lamo <laughs> nice oh god you and my wife how's that there you go what's what's the next one number eight is the help with 4.3 million it's made 154 million on a 25 million dollar budget in its seventh week amazing it's just taking off every i mean even though it's in its seventh week it's still healthy at 4.3 million it's only a 32 percent drop from last week
0: who could have predicted that
1: you know nobody and like I said, when it first came out, I really felt that it came out at a really appropriate time when the summer of big-budget blockbuster-type films, it came out at the end of the summer in August. People are tired of that, and I really think that that helped this uh, to get noticed more. I really I think
0: do. I think you're wrong, but I'm still glad it's making a lot of money. I think you're wrong, and I think <laughs> I'm right. I'm usually long, so
2: <laughs> I think that this movie is kind of going to be up there as one of those sleeper hits, like um, sleeper, my big, like big, my big fat Greek wedding, Napoleon Dynamite. Like basically, I, it had, like, it, it it was it was not it was never going to be one of these big multi Michael Bay action thrillers or this romantic comedy with like these a-list stars it was just this very simple story that had a very decent budget that was based on a very great book with a really great premise and what's really driving the success of this movie is the word of mouth it's not so much it's not so much like they've got the slick multi-billion dollar advertising ca- campaign or or you can get new help action figures when you get a happy meal or something right. like this. It's a very straightforward what a great movie and we need more of these without it like basically it's a nice it's a nice family movie with a nice message to it without it going into syrupy or sappy or stupid but at the same time it's it it's done really really Fun and th- and right. that's one of the things. And I'm and and actually, this is as weird as it sounds. It's a movie that I'm rooting for. Oh yeah, me too. Oh, I sure. agree with you. And I it- I wouldn't
1: mind seeing it come Oscar
2: time.
0: And it's funny because yeah. you mentioned like like uh, my. My big fat Greek wedding and Napoleon Dynamite. The 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 difference that gets me is you usually have or like the Hangover. They usually have these sleeper hits where okay, it's a good film, but word of mouth takes it. But it's usually because it's a wacky comedy and you get all the kids in there. Here's a film that doesn't have that kid appeal where you know kids aren't dragging their friends to see it because there's hu- you know humor in it. It's a right. it's a real film with real issues. Right. And I'm I'm the, the, this day and age, I'm surprised when a real film you know does well.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly, which means it shows that there really is an audience for that, and I think the upside with having, like, the Internet and having a, uh, where not everything is all based on the studio and the fact that people can literally now make monies with their, uh, make, monies, make movies with their iPhone, <laughs> we're going to see more movies like this and actually probably end up being distributed straight to people's laptops. And, and,
0: make, and make mad monies off the movies on the laptops.
2: Yes, <laughs> yes. mad monies. <laughs>
1: mad money mo 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 monies mo Um, money mo money mo money i think the only thing is uh i think the only thing is more movies will get made like this i just don't know if they'll be as successful i think they'll keep the budgets low in anticipation that it could be a money maker like this but i think as long as they keep the budget low they'll 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 make movies like this more i mean so yeah but yeah maybe all right, and the number seven film is Drive, with $5.7 million, $21 million total. It costs 15 so it's in the green already in its second week. Now, this is a film with Ryan Gosling. He plays a wheelman. He's a stunt driver by day, so to say, and he drives... Um, getaway vehicle. Getaway vehicle by night, and something goes wrong, he gets framed, and he's got a price on his head. I do want to see this, because I do like Ryan Gosling, even though he has become the Hollywood hunk, six-pack, eight-pack guy. Um, but he tends to pick good scripts and tends to be in good films. And when he's not in good films, he tends to still be good, though. So mm-hmm. I am interested in seeing it.
2: Nothing, done. Nothing. <laughs> uh, the only thing that, uh, to, to be honest with you, it's kind of one of these things like, I will wait for it to come out on DVD. Not knocking it, not saying anything about it. I just... I to me Ryan Gosling he's been kind of like oh, oh gosh who's that guy that Jared Leto I don't know why he's popular yet girls like him yeah he's like they been in like love three him. Well, yeah but he's been <laughs> in like four or five movies and the last movie I know that he was in he was making out with uh, Colin Farrell and Alexander and it's like okay yet for some reason there's this huge thing that he's incredibly popular Ryan Gosling's kind of in that I don't get his popularity uh, like like, I'm not being antagonistic well, toward him. No, no, him. I, I, th- I think
1: uh, no, his... No, no, sir, by all means, go ahead. I think his popularity really came to be from uh, My So-Called Life, the TV show,
0: uh-uh. uh, okay. back in
1: the early 90s. Uh-huh. What do you mean, uh-uh?
0: I think Requiem for a Dream put him over the edge.
1: No, no, no uh, Well, My So-Called Life introduced him. Introduced ex- him, yeah. he was but- extremely popular in that show. And, I mean, Requiem for a Dream didn't come out till what, four or five years after that? Uh, Something along those lines.
0: 2000. That was a 2000 film. Yeah, and
1: I think uh, My Soul Called Life was 95, 96, 97, somewhere in that range. You
0: know what my favorite Jared Leto role is?
1: Uh, Fight Club?
0: Yes! (laughs) (laughs) I wanted
1: to... to kill. uh, What did he say? I wanted to destroy something beautiful?
0: I wanted to destroy something beautiful. In this case, I wanted to destroy Jared Leto. (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, moving on. The number 6 film is Contagion with 8.4 million 57 <sighs> total 60 million dollar budget in its third week. Boring. Now, this is a Steven Soderbergh film. And yes, you say boring. Boring. But I tend personally to like this type of film. Ugh. Uh Daybreak, not Daybreak Outbreak. I keep saying Daybreak. Cuz it's an Outbreak.
2: Outbreak. But, uh, I did not
1: yeah. care for uh but this type of virus movie i i think i i personally i think i'll end up liking it that's just my take on it i like soderbergh for the most part
0: it's not gonna be bad but i all i see is the same thing i've seen in every you know virus apocalypse movie
1: well you stick to a formula that works and and it gets boring depends on how often you watch those kind of films
2: i've seen enough you've seen enough I'm with him on that I really am I mean like when the ad came out I just went oh lord that (laughs) was uh, like my response like it was just kind of like basically somebody said hey let's take the bird flu and explode it and make people freak out and I just was like why am I going to pay 10 bucks to see that in a theater the friggin news media does that every night the second somebody finds a bird coughing next
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) thank you Don thank you very much. All right. I see, we're just gonna, we're just gonna gang up on Joey for all of these now. Thank you. <laughs> Fine. Well, sorry, Joey. <laughs> the next four no, no, movies. No,
1: the him. next four films are all brand new, so we can talk, but we got to keep it brief because yes, we yes. only got Don for another say forty minutes or so. I will let right.
0: my piece for the most part and let Don take over. The number okay. five
1: film is Killer Elite with nine point three million in its opening weekend. It cost seventy million dollars. <laughs> Personally. It's got Robert De Niro. It's got... Uh, what is his face? Uh, Jonathan Statham?
2: Yes. Yeah. Jason okay. Statham.
1: Jason Statham. Sorry about K- that. I, I have to say one thing. What's that?
0: Rock me like a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: What a <laughs> shitty... What? <laughs> what a shitty trailer.
0: <laughs> I, I will pay to see the film if De Niro calls Statham Fokker at least once. Fokker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um... It's seventy million dollars too, and this is—it's oh. not going to get anywhere near that here in the states. <laughs> It'll make its money back once it hits the foreign market, but um, it, it just ain't going to get anywhere near that here in the states. So,
2: I got to be honest with you—I actually was interested, not to the point. Like, like I'll put it to you this way: I will be when I'm going through Netflix or Blockbuster, looking at the new ones. I will be keeping my eye out for this one because Clive Owen the man should have been james bond i'm sorry he looks like james bond like he really does look like like the guy that should have been given the role i just don't see it with daniel craig i really don't mm-hmm. and i liked and the geez, first film
1: i liked it a lot actually casino royale yeah.
2: casino royale had five endings to it that's what i i had a hard time with i was like is it over no it's not okay <laughs> it's 14x <14 acts>. yeah <laughs> and jason statham who i what, what i like about him is is that he's gone from doing Yui bull movies to these borderline b action kick 'em movies uh what is that the dr- limo driver that he plays that's yeah, the transporter. Uh, transporter yeah the transporter he's gone from doing that to actually being like in ensemble casts with like really Really, A list actors, not celebrities, but actors. Yeah, he's, he's, so, only, he's only been in the area, he's only been
0: like in the, in the, like the public view, like maybe 10, 10 15 years tops. Snatch.
1: And, uh, I he, think that was 2001. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, 10 years.
0: 10 years. And all the, and like so he, they're elevating him
1: up along like Mickey Rourke and Sylvester he's, Stallone. He's being completely typecast because he was making action films in the very beginning of his career. Some and, of them were a success, a successful. So be, be that's fair. all they give him now
0: be fair, he's been making them ever since. You're right. Yeah. Because he's good at it, because he's also a martial arts expert, which always comes in handy.
2: Right, exactly. But what I like about this movie is is that they put him against Robert De Niro. Like I said, I mean, the three of these guys, each of them could have carried this movie. And to put the three of them together, yeah. I mean, this to me is almost like there's an Ocean's Le- Eleven Okay quality aspect about it which frankly I just never got to, which I never thought like I was like big deal George Clooney and Brad Pitt in a movie but for me seeing hey Statham and uh, Clive Owen in a movie together that's kind of interesting the, I will say this though the, the the gay porn mustache really had to go on Clive Owen I don't get why he had to grow that
0: <laughs> oh yeah well he's the just, bad guy so you have to give him something that breaks up that beauty right.
1: he had to look different
2: now. In see,
0: some I have, way I have to go ahead and disagree with Don now which ruins our whole thing uh previously uh, de niro can't carry anything anymore no. and i was actually in, i was mildly interested in seeing the film until de niro showed his ugly mug in the film I was like all right great <laughs> and they, they even had to throw in like a humor thing with him at the end i'm getting my watch is really we need humor with de niro now he's a comedian now he's no longer an actor
1: and- what we need to do is we need to just another episode but we need to pick apart at what point did de niro's career go that way at what uh, point did you, you exactly. did you stop ever considering him for an Oscar?
0: A- analyze that.
1: Yeah, I, I that. Sec- the second one. The second one,
0: right? Analyze this is like okay, he's making money. Analyze that was you given up. <laughs> you have given up. You are now a caricature of yourself. And I also have to say, speaking of boring with contagion, oh, another film where he's the world's best assassin, but they double crossed him. Who knew he'd come back?
1: <laughs>
0: really? I mean, oh. yeah. Uh okay. How about, one, how about one where the where the like the the world assassin everybody knows just snaps one day and starts killing everybody on his side. So we, we didn't double cross him, we were paying him shitloads of money. What happened?
1: Well <laughs> I'd see that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. The number four film is Abduction at uh ten point nine million. Uh in its first weekend it costs thirty five. Now this is uh what's his face from the Twilight films? Um Taylor, Taylor Lautner Lautner Oh, this one, yeah. Completely not interested in this. Uh, it's directed by John Singleton, so there may be aspects that are decent, but for the most part, I find John Singleton to be a, a very so-so director. Uh, I don't yeah, I pass really him. like. Yeah, I'll pass completely. I don't like many of his stuff, and I don't like Taylor Lautner. So, and no. I don't buy that he's just out of the gates. He's like awesome at being uh, a runaway. Yeah. No, we
2: we we discussed this. Yes we yeah. did. Don? The only redeeming aspect of this movie is the fact that it had Jason Isaacs in it for about ten minutes. Oh. That's it. That is the only good thing about this movie. I mean, to be honest with you, Jason Isaacs is one of those people. He's like he's like Gerard Butler used to be. like i would I would be friends with this guy because it would just make my cool meter just go up in the eyes of other people. And Jason Isaacs is just one of these guys that he could just he could order a ham sandwich and you're just like, oh, that is so cool. Now he's the he plays the father, right? Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. So fortunate. So I'm beginning to think that maybe it was a good thing that he got killed, knowing <laughs> that his son was the was the shirtless. Basically, his son eight-pack. son was the shirtless. Yeah, was that we'll shirtless just him the wolf, wolf boy? Yeah, <laughs> It's a shirtless wolf boy that looked like he should have been like. He looked like he should have been some man's dream from Greenwich Village, and I'll just leave it at that. So,
0: (laughs) you you know my, you know my favorite uh, Jason Isaacs film. Oh, Jackie Chan in the tuxedo.
1: (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) I was
0: gonna say the Patriot.
1: The (laughs) Patriot. That's a better, better example. all right moving I don't on know. he, he no.
0: rocked it in the tuxedo i
2: tell you yeah well, he also dressed as a chick in sweet november so well oh, did uh, he?
0: now now uh, the one second though he played the bad guy in uh, the tuxedo am i correct in saying that
2: no 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 he uh played the james bond guy oh that's in right the tuxedo yeah uh,
0: oh yeah that's right okay yeah
2: because you know, and, and again you watch that and you think we're stuck with daniel craig <laughs> Mm-hmm.
0: yeah because yeah. oh. the villain in the tuxedo actually was good i like the villain in that i just had to say that mm. Go ahead, Joey.
1: Okay. Uh, 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 number three, Dolphin Tale with $19.1 million, Uh In its first week, uh, uh, it costs $37 million. Now, this is one of those Disney true story. Dolphin is found practically dead, has no tail. They make a tail. It can swim now. The end.
0: Does, does it end with a can of tuna? Oh. Uh.
2: I I, I gotta be honest with you. I actually would have paid money to see this. Oh, really? really (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I actually saw this and I went, what a cool idea. And Morgan Freeman, who, like, to me, it's really funny because he's basically playing the same guy that he played in uh, Batman Begins in the Dark Knight. This time he's the same in every movie. Yeah, exactly. And every time he comes on, I always go back to that family guy joke. Ever since I was a little boy, people like the sound of my voice. Morgan Freeman in <laughs> The Narrator. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> well, they have that one uh, cartoon or uh, comic strip that says if Morgan Freeman died and they made a movie about his life, who would they get to narrate it? <laughs> yeah. You know? It's yeah, the so, feeling
0: that like, like, uh, retired Morgan Freeman would just like walk through the forest and narrate like woodland creatures. <laughs> <Yeah>. Squirrel <laughs> in its natural habitat.
1: And like Robert De Era. When was the last time Morgan Freeman wasn't no, no, Morgan no. Freeman always, in every film? He's always good. Don't even he, even, in like, even, even in, in Shawshank. Even Sh- Sh- in Shawshank. loved him in Shawshank. No, no, no. That. I I love the movie. It's one of those films that if it's on, I have to watch it. But I'm saying yeah. where he's Morgan Freeman in every film.
0: I, I, you're not allowed to badmouth Morgan Freeman. That's it. I'm not, I'm not bad mouthing him. I, 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 no, that's it. he's he's oh, he's, he's awesome. Anything he's in, even in Chain
2: Reaction. <laughs> All right, even a chain reaction. He's Keanu like, well, Reeves. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. I didn't see that for that reason, and I was actually rooting for that explosion that was when Keanu Reeves was on the motorcycle rushing from it. Oh, I was like, like "Go away. bomb, go!"
0: I didn't see it for any reason. I was like, "Oh, what's what's on?" <laughs> it's like, <laughs> "Oh no!"
1: All right, moving oh, no. on. The number two film is Moneyball with nineteen point five million. Yeah. Uh, in its opening weekend, and that cost fifty million dollars.
2: My question, it. my question is, how low, how low is Brad Pitt's self-esteem that they had to put him up against Jonah Hill to remind people of how good-looking he was? Uh, <laughs> <right>? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my! Uh, you know what? I, I, to be honest, truly, I think, I think they made this film together because they worked on Megamind together. Does Jonah Hill die in this one? Probably not. Uh,
2: then I will not be seeing it.
1: <laughs> uh, probably not. Um, well, I will uh, see it. Even
2: re- did they record anything together on Megamind? Because that's actually one of my favorite movies of the last couple of years. I really enjoyed that. Well, I, I mean, like I, I didn't think they were in the same studio at the same time, and I don't recall call the two of them. Wait, yeah, there was that one scene, but I, I yeah. but I figured that this was one of those things where they like recorded Brad Pitt in London, recorded well, Jonah Hill in Tucson, and I think everyone's
1: kind of recorded separately, uh, regardless, uh, except for some f- truly interact interaction scenes, and I think they had at least one in the film, if I'm not mistaken, but uh, it, it sometimes that's all it takes to build a rapport, so.
0: I like I I would like to think that Jonah Hill was like running errands for Brad Pitt during the <laughs> Megamind thing, getting sandwiches and stuff and script re- re- revisions. Well, and, I think that's kind of and, his character in the film. And he's stu- and yeah, so so he's bringing them like script revisions and some hot coffee and, and like he stumbled in the trailer when he and saw something he shouldn't have, and so the deal was put me in your next film and I won't say anything.
1: Right, and he's like, can I meet Angelina? And Brad's just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then put and me in a movie. Walks away. God, I hate Jonah Hill. All right, uh, and the number one film for the second week in a row is The Lion King in 3D with 21.9 million. It's made 61, adding to its uh, original tally of somewhere a little over 300 million.
2: Wow. <laughs> and,
1: <laughs> now this film is coming out on Blu-ray.
0: Vagabonds.
1: <laughs> it's coming out. Th- on blu-ray this tuesday and it's still making 20 plus million a weekend how much you want to bet that its original advertising said only for two weeks they find a way that it can be released on blu-ray on tuesday but continue to be screened th- for as long as it it takes until it winds down well, and is, gone.
0: is it is it only being released on blu-ray i believe so there you go
1: but not in 3d
0: Disney parents. <laughs> but not in 3D. Right, Disney, Yes. Either Disney parents who don't own D- D- Blu-ray players or Disney parents who want to see it in 3D. Those are the people that are making the money right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, listen, I personally don't give a crap that it's in 3D. I like the film. I liked it when I first saw it uh, 17 years ago now. But mm. the oh, we got
0: We got to hurry up. It's already
1: 9.30. All right. But the fact... <laughs> The fact that it is still making 20-plus million, uh, I'm a businessman. I'm keeping that in the theater as long as I can. Yeah, that's, that's all I'm saying. All
2: I can say is how incredibly sad is it that movies today suck so bad that they had to reach out something from 15 years ago to put it back in the theater, and it's been number two for the last two or three weeks, That or number one for the last two or three weeks. That's yeah. why I'm just like, wow, that's yeah. just sad. And, yeah. and yeah, in the big not-
1: part, it's Disney just being greedy. Well, oh, really? Did th- Okay, now that, well, yeah, now that Lion King in 3D has come out, expect other films in their uh, catalog to be released in 3D.
0: Well, I mean, do- Don... Properly, got-
1: by the way. The, from what I understand, the 3D is horrendous.
0: Don's got a great point, too. It's not that they released it and if it did as bad. It's that people flock to see it and put it at the top of the list.
1: This is true. You, you know, I, eh. I... don't know what comes out next weekend, but it'll probably win next weekend, too. Until... It'll
2: yeah, be the Jungle Book.
1: Yeah, later in the month when more Halloween films come out. Yeah. All right. Uh, so
2: list.
1: now here's a part of the show that we like to do called the finger list. Ah! And the way this works is uh, for if you don't know, Don, we pick a film from the top ten that we would rather cut our little pinky finger off than to have to go see in the theater. So who wants to go first? Who wants to cut Don off that finger? First. You I want to go Don first, Don? Go
2: first. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have, I'm going to say it's going to be a tie between, uh, Contagion and Abduction. Wow. Really? Which is sad. I will see a Sarah Jessica Parker, her horse face and all, before I will see a Taylor Lautner movie. <laughs> now, well, now,
0: I, I have to press Don. You, you, you're ready to go Yakuza style. Which one? Pick one. You got to pick one of the two. Uh, contagion or Abduction.
2: Oh, with, without a doubt, abduction. The teeny popper stuff always makes me queasy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Don's losing his pinky finger over abduction. Okay. I like it. That's good. What about I you? Like what about you, joy Oh, you know what I'm picking. What? It's I don't know how she does it. There's no way, no way I can sit through that. <laughs> I will see everything else twice before I see I don't know how she does it. All right. Now, what about I, but, you? We-
0: Originally, I was going to redeem myself for last week and, and say uh, I don't know how she does it, but I've got to go with dolphin tail. <laughs> Honestly, because uh, I'm going to sit there the entire film and so say, okay, we have a dolphin, we're putting a new tail on it, and this isn't like a bionic movie.
1: You know what I think? What? I think you're afraid you're going to cry.
0: Uh, what, during bionic bionic thing? No, yes, no. Yes, no. no I, I,
1: think, I, just... I, I think you're afraid you're going to cry.
2: No, no, it's not at all. You're a girly girly man. No, it's not at all. Leave me alone. (laughs) Can I just say how incredibly thrilled that the phrase and starring as the voice of the dolphin, Jack Black. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. wait. Does the dolphin have a voice? No, it doesn't. I'm just thrilled that they didn't add that. Oh, oh, you scared the shit out of me there. Oh, wow. Scott
1: would be changing... <laughs> he would be changing his. he would be taking
0: the hand. I'd i cut Jack Black's pinky finger off. Um, actually, I would just do that. It had nothing to do with movies. Oh. Anyway, but yeah, okay. I guess wow, we got a three-way split.
1: Look at that! I love that. All right, we're going to take a very
2: and, quick break.
0: I'm going to say Don is our first guest host. finger list
2: Yes, he is. Thank you. It was it was my honor. From this day forth, I will be called Donnie Nine Fingers. So I nine. appreciate that. That's very only nice. if you
1: see the movie. Yes. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Very quick. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Supergirl.
0: (laughs) Joey, do you have time to read these days?
1: I don't. I have a kid.
0: (laughs) Me neither. But you know what? I listen to books. Oh, you do. I download audiobooks at audible.com.
1: There you go. Right
0: now I'm listening to The Shock Value: How a few eccentric outsiders gave us nightmares, Conquered Hollywood and invented modern horror.
1: I think you can get that link from our site too.
0: Uh, well not for that, but for Audible. No, yeah. well
1: the audible.com.
0: Yeah, and you can get that book through audible.com. You go to our website Moviesucktastic.com and
1: go the podcast page.
0: And on the lower left hand corner there's an audible.com link. Click on that, you get a 2 week free uh, trial
1: and we get a kickback. And we
0: and 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 we need it. We don't ask for
1: donations, but this is a good way to keep the show running.
0: This microphone has more tape on it than my balls. (laughs) That's a lot of tape.
1: That is quite...
0: You know what? Go to audible.com. Audible.com. Yes.
1: (laughs) Do you want to keep in touch with Movie Sucktastic? Let your voice be heard loud and proud by giving us some feedback. No matter what you're calling or emailing about, we'll make sure you get your spotlight on the show. Email us at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com or call our hotline at 908-514-4470. Find out what all the suck is about. Oh, scott
0: we're not talking about you
2: no I, not at all
1: not at all no. No, no, no i don't believe you
0: that's okay okay <laughs> so, so so last week uh joey challenged me to
1: supergirl yes i did
0: yes now uh so, now the one of the reasons we invited our special guest don smith on is that Don is, as, on top of being an expert on New Jersey murders that took place uh, a long time ago, mm. he is also a comic book expert. He is a comic book reviewer and commentator, correct, Don?
2: Yes, yes I do. I'm, I've been, gosh, my earliest childhood memory is throwing a Batman Mego action figure up in the air, and that just pretty much set me for life. Cool. being uh, Yeah, being into comic books and stuff like that. So.
0: So I figured, what what better episode to bring Don in because we've been talking about getting some guests down here and getting Don on as a guest. It was like it was it was kismet because the the same mm. week I talked about it, it, was like oh Supergirl, perfect. Don will have something to say about this. Now <laughs> what I, what I, what I would I, like oh no sorry what?
2: And I do. I honestly do.
0: <laughs> what I would like to, to ask Don because I told Joey I'm not doing any research on this part. This is going to be Don's forte. I would like before anything else. Don, take us through a comparison of Supergirl the movie and her comic book and the origins.
2: Well, essentially, um, basically, it's the classic case of, well, let's get girls in.
1: I can't And, and Well, uh, well, well, let, well let, let me ask you this. Is the film accurate in that she's on some planet other than Krypton? No, not planet, Argos, the city of Argos.
2: Yeah, Whatever. she was in. Yeah, she was in Argo City. Um, essentially, essentially and there's something Argo, like
1: called the, the Omega Hedron is is no, that all that,
2: accurate? No, that's stuff that they just threw in there. Okay, is, is honestly. And why are the was. walls
1: of that place made out of tissue paper? You're getting Seriously. ahead of it.
0: You're getting ahead of it. Let Don I, talk. I'm about sorry. That.
1: I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know we were we weren't moving. And you right beat me on
0: that. It. Damn it. <laughs> well,
2: number one, uh, Peter O'Toole must have had some alimony to pay. That's the only thing I can say in regards to that. Number two, um, honestly, basically if whatever you imagine, like as your typical future city, like you would see in Buck Rogers or in flash Gordon or something, that's essentially what Argo city was supposed to be when it first was introduced in Superman all those years ago. And it's like kind of like Candor, and it's like, it's supposed to be all of that type of stuff. And uh, why they went into the weird new age hippie type of direction with their stuff, I don't know. And also at the same time, um, I think they f- made Argos City subterranean. I, I didn't quite get that. Like, it, like she well, yeah, flies she'd... up out of the water. Oh, well, back in. Now, yeah.
0: now, the one thing I, I caught, and uh, they talk in the beginning about Argos is in inner space in the film. Now, Argo where's Argo City in the comic books?
2: Argo City's blown up. it uh, doesn't even but, exist. I, but I mean, but
0: it, yeah. it but where is it, I mean, it's like it isn't like it a, was
2: it was on it was on Krypton. Right. It was kind of it was kind of like if uh so Kandor, I was right. Yeah, it's like it, it's kind of like if Candor was um New York, Argo City was Philadelphia.
0: But it so- but it survived the explosion, didn't it?
2: No, no, uh she survived the explosion by being like put in a rocket and sent to Earth as a teenager. So it was kind of like like it was kind of one of these things where it's sort of like everybody thinks oh Superman is the last son of Krypton sort of thing. Actually there's one other survivor. His was, cousin Supergirl. Wait,
0: what, so, what was the what was the Krypton city though in the glass jar then? Kandor. That's Kandor. Okay, that's where my confusion was, sir. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and it's that okay. and, and that was again introduced like like it's pretty funny for a guy that's like Superman was the last whatever the heck he was of Krypton, a lot of crap has survived that explosion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's no so, closure for Superman. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's it. Well, he we got Zod. Crap. <laughs>
0: so, it's like every time I'm having a nice day, someone comes up to me with a piece of my destroyed home planet. And tries to mess with me. Come on.
2: <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it was. Now, so, sp-
0: that'd, be like, that'd be like if I'm like, you know, 50 and I'm walking around trying to enjoy my life and every now and then some stranger comes up with a piece of wood from the house I was born and starts slapping me around.
1: Pretty now, much, yeah. Uh, Speaking of Peter O'Toole, I found him love Peter. Pro- probably to be the most enjoyable part of this movie.
0: No, I, I gotta say, it, the, the two f- funniest things for me is watching Peter O'Toole and watching Peter Cook. When you yeah. when you watch Peter O'Toole, he's acting, he's acting, he's acting just as much as he acted in Beckett. And oh yeah, he's like well,
1: he's like, and like, and here's uh, the thing too. Well, I think Peter we, O'Toole,
0: well, I think like, he, yeah, go ahead.
1: I think he knows the dialogue is real cheesy, and I think he knows that a bottle of Jack Daniels can really help. Yes. <laughs> when he's delivering these lines. But the- because in the beginning of the film, where he's talking about getting out of uh, where they are, and he says, I will ride in that. Bang, zoom, zim, I'm out of here. It's like, wow, well, that's, okay. And that's that's actually- a little confidence from a little Jack, don't you think?
0: Well, no, that's actually a direct... Uh- uh, re- reference to his acting portrayal in The Ruling Class, where he played the, the schizophrenic who thought he was Jesus Christ. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he, he does the same kind of work there. I'm telling you, Peter O'Toole's is such an actor that even in a crappy film like Supergirl, he's like, No, I will not go in there. I will go in that. Yes.
2: Well, when I was reading I was Don's article, trying.
1: when I was reading Don's article, there was a section in there that, that said Helen Slater would uh, go into Peter O'Toole's trailer. And the first thing I'm thinking of is, okay, what's he trying to do? Yeah, exactly. Uh, And failing because she was, what, 18, 19? About that, yeah. 50. But he was giving her life lessons in acting, Mm -hmm. saying, "When when you act, pretend you're holding daffodils. And she said that that helped her throughout her entire career. And I just thought that was interesting for him to say something like that. Because a lot of actors don't know what to do with their hands in scenes, and to think in that mindset—I mean, that's just really sage advice. Yeah, ex-
2: I'm sorry. Go ahead, Don. No, well, I was going to say, in the whole idea of holding a daffodil, it's not like where you're holding a flashlight or where you're gripping it with a right. daffodil. I mean, like you're like literally holding it to be incredibly gentle with it because you don't sure. want to crush it, and uh,
0: I I crush daffodils.
2: Yeah. <laughs> We know. It's because you haven't been hugged enough, Scott. That's that why.
0: That's, that's true. <laughs> yes. I've, been, I've been talking to Joey about that, and I'm still being
2: rebuffed. Well, you know Joey's straight, but anyway. Anyway. Um, <laughs> don't shatter my dreams. <laughs> okay, no, I'm just waiting for you to get an angry letter from GLAD. Uh, So <laughs> We will no longer have guests because they've been deemed homophobic. Um, but, nothing, nothing, but,
0: nothing phobic here, sir.
2: No, I mean on my end. (laughs) No, stop. (laughs)
0: What you were saying?
2: Uh, You were saying? Um, And I was saying that basically it's kind of like holding a flower very gently like that. It's kind of interesting because it's like you literally have to concentrate on your hands like you're holding a rosebud or something like that.
0: Yeah, he's a classically trained actor, and he, you know, he knows how to really act. Now, what I'm saying is, you watch him, and he's like, "I will take it here to the forbidden zone, or the phantom zone," and he's phantom like really zone. acting. But then you watch Peter Cook, who's been in crap, knows what crap is, and and that's his shtick in the first place. You watch him, and every time he talks, his head bobs. He's like, well, I don't think that's the right idea. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm practically a cartoon, and I know it. <laughs> <laughs> and and the travesty of the film was that Peter Cook and Peter O'Toole did not share any screen time together. Yes, oh, what a that crime that really
2: was. And how much were you like seriously when when Peter Cook stepped on stage? De- admitted, you all wanted him to go marriage, <laughs> throne, <laughs> <So, laughs>
1: Unfortunately, that was I believe two years before Princess yeah, Bride, and but... I
2: think less role actually.
1: Yeah, yeah, huh. Um, but yeah. Uh, squirt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, now, Don. In the comic book, uh, Supergirl is also uh, Superman's cousin. That is a fact, or is that yes. just okay? Yes, it,
2: like, okay. uh, Jarrell had a bro- brother named Zorel and uh, Kara is the daughter of Zorel. And now, that's
1: obviously why her name is Kara Zor-El.
2: Right. Exactly. So
0: Got what? It. So what? Like, uh, they stole the rocket technology from Superman's
2: father, or? Well, or they just had it. No, yeah. Well, like I think he had it as well. I can't remember, and I'm doing a quick research on Wikipedia to see what they say. And well, it, that's it's cheating. Crazy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, what they do is they've changed her. Uh, they've changed her uh, thing around. Like they've changed her origin story around, where it's like some days she's. Some days she's like the cousin, and other days she's some sort of weird metamorph, meta thingamabobber that just is a shapeshifter. And now, in the
1: in the comic, does she have brown hair when she's Linda Lee?
2: No, no. Actually, I have no idea where the heck the Linda Lee thing came from. Because I, uh, I thought that was the stupidest thing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't even explain why she has blonde hair. I mean, uh, brown hair when she's not
2: Supergirl. She's a chameleon.
1: Oh, stop it.
0: Hey, a Superman can part his hair without touching it, she can change color. I had no problem with that. Oh, yeah, actually, uh, to be
2: honest with you, on some level, that made a lot of sense to me. <laughs> because <laughs> gotcha. it's, yeah, it's it, like in all sincerity, it's like, w- like the classic joke is, wait a minute, you can't see that a guy with glasses is really this dude in blue tights? How dumb are you? And it, to me, it makes sense. Like you, you change a person's hair color, they really do look night and day if you don't realize it.
1: I don't think but, so. I don't agree with it. I mean, <laughs> it just—I'm sorry. Uh, women change their hair color every other week. You know, it's the same person when you go to work. Hey, how you doing, Barbara? Well, oh, that's
2: yeah, because they so you change your at, hair color.
0: That's because they're at work. They're not like flying through the air. You'll say, hey, "Isn't that Barbara with different colored
2: hair?" Yeah, Uh-oh. exactly. <laughs> Well, here's the, here's Boy, a qu- that guy, guy looks like Clark Kent. Like you know, it's like you see Superman flying, and they're making their hands like with binoculars, and they're right. putting it over Superman's face. Holy crap, that looks like Clark Kent. So, well,
0: I know Don will appreciate this. Supergirl did so poorly that maybe it was influential to the fact that two years later, DC Comics killed her in Crisis.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> you know, I thought yeah, I read- is perfect. I thought I read somewhere back in the day that Supergirl was the number one grossing film in Japan, but I can't find any numbers or oh, facts well, anywhere that, to support it.
0: That was one of the things they blamed the lackluster theatrical performance of Supergirl on, was because uh, they cut his two and two-hour, five-minute cut, which is what we watched through uh, Netflix, or at least I watched through Netflix. I don't right, you got your copy. Uh, Same I, place. I, I do have on order the limited
1: edition with a two and a half
0: hour cut. I'm dying to see oh, that.
1: God. Uh,
0: but at the same time it was in the theaters so they cut it to an hour and a half for the theater
1: hour and 44 minutes
0: at the same time uh a japanese laserdisc bootleg surfaced of the two hour and five minute version so people instead of going to see it in the theater were getting copies of the laserdisc bootlegs they wanted to see the longer version
1: and you know why that that worked why because Japan is also NTSC like America, there's no region coding.
0: Right. So so all your comic book fans that might have gone to see the movie were like, well, screw it, I'd rather see the two-hour version and they have the connections.
2: Right, right. 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 I, I had heard about that. I mean, like, the one that I, I, I forget which one, because, like, I, I got it as a DVD for, I forgot where I got it from. I think I ordered it off of, like, Amazon.com or something like that, and it was, like, it, it was the regular version of it. It was the one where um the director, Jean Zwarak. Zwarak. Uh, yeah, Zwarak. Zwarak. Yeah, he did the I think commentary it's for it. Yeah, Geno Zwarak. Yeah, he did the commentary for it, and that's the one I got.
0: Now the limited edition—that's the one I got too. That's the one. uh, Okay, that's the two-hour and five-minute version.
1: Yeah. Fine. The limited edition, the two-hour and twenty-minute or twenty-five-minute cut, is only limited to fifty thousand copies. Mm -hmm. Thankfully.
0: (laughs) I'm dying. (laughs) I need to see the longer version. I'm so. Please. Because you know most of what they cut out of it was, uh, if you watch the, the version that we watched, there's these long scenes of look she's flying over horses, and look she's flying over this. Now take it. There's been three Superman films before this. The the, the, the the director and the uh, producer are still like, oh, we just need more pictures of her flying.
1: Well, and you know what's funny, too? Even from... They wanted Supergirl and the Superman franchise to be separate, whereas they went through great lengths to uh, do uh, the opening titles differently, well, the, original, the music to be different, and the end credits completely different as well.
0: But they didn't want it to be different because they were trying
1: to get Reeves backed out like the last minute. Well, he was supposed to have a cameo of some sort. But still, I mean, they still wanted... And they could only only get Jimmy Olsen. (laughs) (laughs) That poor guy. Yeah, he's kind
2: of like, I'm still a couple of years away from Back to the Future. Why not? And what's Jimmy Olsen doing? Going to... uh,
0: Flying... Going over... Where where was it? Uh, Impanima? Whatever
2: Midvale. Yeah, it was like Midvale, Illinois or something.
0: It was near... It was near... uh, Illinois, right? Yeah. Yes. It was yeah, that, yeah. One, that one town uh, with the weird name. But, uh. uh we what, couldn't get Christopher Reeve. Well, what, what's Jimmy Olsen doing flying the midvale to make out with a high school girl? Yeah, right? That's... Well, that was his girlfriend. Yeah, she's yeah, but, in high school. But he's... but
1: he's like 27.
0: Yeah, she's in high school. <laughs> That's not a college, that was like a prep. School, no, you know, they
1: they I, refer to them as teenagers quite often.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what's he? Do? He he's living in the big cities as a photographer. Right?
2: Well, I think that they were implying that Jimmy Olsen is essentially like an like an eighteen nineteen year old college student. No way in hell. <laughs>
0: I ain't buying that.
1: He's I'll got bu- a
2: receding hairline.
0: I'll I'll buy the changing color thing, throwing people, but I ain't buying Jimmy Olsen's like twenty.
1: <laughs> Jimmy Olsen's thirty four. <laughs> <laughs> s- s- scouting fourteen year olds.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, it's the bow tie. It's like, it's now, on Doctor we, Who
1: now, bow, bow ties are cool. We can't continue this review without mentioning Faye Dunaway. Little
2: uh, to uh, be no wire hangers! Uh,
1: now, it, I'm sure everyone has noticed throughout the film, they basically use uh, uh, mommy dearest type scenes where they have, uh, and old school tricks too, where they have the light over her eyes to signify... Right evil and, oh. and her being a villain.
0: And the soft lighting, whenever she's, you know,
1: yeah. Well, the thing is, you would swear that they were just brief filming scenes for Mommy Dearest, because they used it like well, crazy through y- that movie. You got Faye Dunaway, what else do you do with her? Well, and yeah. the thing is, too, I think... What the heck else w- has she done one, since one, then? Nah, not much. One of the things, one of the reasons why I found this film to I'm be, be quite ridiculous down. is because both Faye Dunaway and her partner in crime, Brenda Vaccaro, Ooh. reminds me too much of my uh two of my crazy aunts growing up they uh, all the way down to their eccentric fashion to where they lived my my aunts all have like crazy crap in their house antiques okay uh, just like weird stuff and i'm watching this film and not only do they act like my crazy aunts but they have crap like my crazy aunts did,
0: did, did, so, your, did your crazy aunts live in an abandoned amusement park
1: no but what I was, what I'm saying is, they collected a lot of crazy yeah. antique crap. You don't know where I'm going with that. You know, I got you. You got me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I, made, I, I just, I just found it weird watching this film and them because it just reminded me of my crazy family.
0: Hey Don, how much longer do we have you? Are we losing you soon?
2: Um, I can stick around for another five, ten minutes.
0: Well, well, okay. well. So I'll tell you what. You take the reins. What, what else do you want to comment on on the film?
2: Well. Two things. First of all, he brought up that Brenda Vaccaro, who she was hysterical voice. <laughs> in one. Of, yeah, she was hysterical in one of my favorite all-time movies, Zorro the Gay Blade. Oh, oh, oh yeah, classic. Oh, yeah, love and, that movie. Thank God it, for small favors. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know that thing that we do once... Um, you don't know but... that thing we do once every, every 12 years, every 12 months?
0: Yeah, we, we to, got enough, We have three we months to enough. go. Funk. <laughs> you know, the, the ship's in the fields, the, the ba-ba-buzz. Bu- bu- <laughs> yes. That movie's awesome.
1: What about the whole vegetable thing?
0: Ah, uh-huh, Tooth fruits, one avocado, <laughs> the banana... I I know
2: you. The one-eyed guy comes walking up to him and just starts going, going, well, Zoro, he was different. What do you mean? He was, well, he was a poof, smack. He was a a Poof. And he just oh. gets punched in the face by the Al Qaeda, and I and I have to say this. He goes, "Your father has died. A turtle has spooked his horse. You will be happy to know that turtle has been executed." <laughs> 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 and I'm actually picturing in my head a, like a firing squad and this poor little turtle with like a little head, <laughs> with a little blindfold and a little wow. cigarette.
0: It's <laughs> it's sad. The 75 of that film is uh, is based <laughs> on uh, funny accents and it works. It really it does. does so it work. really does work. But it really it, does. But, after, but again, I didn't mean to interrupt with my, my Zoro sure. gameplay. I love that movie.
2: <laughs> exactly. And your, and, and your other point? Well, and, and and kind of goes into that was um, when they did – one of my actually favorite points to, uh, to that movie – was that one scene where they had the poster of Superman, and then they did that, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, like very, like it was almost like they had right. orchestra, and then they had this one guy being the soloist playing the notes of it. And they and couldn't like, even get a
1: picture of Chris Reeve for that. And just they, want to point that out.
2: Yeah, and they were just like, wow. And I thought to myself, number one, I find that incredibly poignant. I really do. I mean, like it's kind of like if I could... If I would ever direct or make my own retrospective on the coolness of Christopher Reeve, I right. think I would end the movie on just that little scene because, again, post Christopher Reeve of what he dedicated the the remaining years of his life to, and then just seeing that little moment of dun dun, dun I, I thought that was incredibly touching at that at that moment, but. From a movie standpoint, when it came out in 84, I thought that was incredibly idiotic because it basically said to everybody, hey, please please remember how incredibly cool this other guy was with the cape, who you'd rather be seeing, but you're the idiots that paid the five bucks for the movie tickets so that you could see this. Remember, this is as cool as that. It was what they were doing.
1: Well, Superman 3 was coming out not long after that. Before uh, it. Well. it was before it. Did it come out before? I'm pretty I sure. Th- th- I thought there was scheduling conflicts. I this is my theory of why Christopher Reeve couldn't be in the film.
0: No, what happened was I'm j- just to interject real quickly. From what I read, uh, and, and if I'm not mistaken, Superman three had, was
1: being filmed when they were doing was, Supergirl. Had,
0: was already out. Uh, Are you sure? I'm checking now because what I read was because of its lackluster performance. Eighty three, Superman three came out. So wow. it came out before. So because it did poorly, they started cutting the budget of Supergirl. That's why there were so many script rewrites because they wanted the show Krypton exploding again. Well, they, you know what? It, it,
1: okay. I thought I read somewhere that both films were being made around the same time. Well, production pre- pre-production right. wise,
0: yeah, but Superman three yeah. got ahead of the game.
1: Right, and I and my theory the, why um, Christopher Reeve didn't make the cameo in the film is because both films were produced by Warner Brothers. And I have a feeling that because Warner Brothers is making both movies, they knew how bad Supergirl was. And they decided not to put their franchise character, Superman, in the film even as a cameo. Because they felt that it could possibly tarnish uh, Superman. So that's my theory of why. uh, Because they say, oh, scheduling conflicts, it just didn't work out, it didn't pan out. I think that's Warner Brothers stepping in and saying, no. You're not, we're not going to put him in this crappy film.
0: What do you think, Don?
2: I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's, I, I think, honestly, I think it was at this time where it was in this point in his career where he was trying to do anything he possibly could that was non-Superman related. And I think, basically, at that point in time, people just said, shut up, you're Superman. Keep making Superman movies until you're gray and i think that basically he was at this time where it's you know it's like every one of these actors that have played somebody iconic whether it be adam west william shatner bob denver they they go through a love hate relationship denver. as gilligan like i'm talking about iconic characters no no bob uh, De- um bob so
0: that's bob denver's the, the musician you're thinking of uh no that's john denver that's the john musician denver. oh i'm thinking
2: of the wrong guy <laughs> yeah
1: i was just letting you drown i'll shut up continue on <laughs>
2: Oh no, that's okay, but every one of these guys have played played iconic people that they could never get away from. So like if Bob Denver wanted to play a lawyer, they'd say screw you, you're Gilligan. And all he could ever do was make appearances as Gilligan elsewhere. And it's the same thing here. I think Christopher Reeve was at a point where he's like, "Really? Look, I'm gonna play him one more time. I really want to go do something else that doesn't involve right. me being Superman. And well, I think that that's honestly what happened.
0: Super Superman Four: Freedom from that
2: that <laughs> that issue. Yeah. yeah, and pretty much they had to twist his uh, they t- they had to twist his um, arm to get him to do that because I think he basically said, "Look, here's what uh, if you want me to play Superman again." Yeah. Well, I think also at the same time, I think he was the one that really pushed for the uh, anti-nuclear uh, missile thing. I think he was the he was, he was was the one behind that. Like, basically, they say, if you want a fourth Superman movie, here are my conditions. Number one, let me go make this other movie, whatever the heck it was. I forget. Number two, make this an anti-war movie. And that's basically what happened. And it Oof. was one of the reasons why Warner Brothers just said, yeah, we're, we're having nothing to do with it. Let's give them the go- Gobind... Gob Globus or Golan Globus or whatever their names were.
0: But the, but the dialogue, that, but the dialogue in Superman 4 is awesome. Excellent dialogue.
1: It's <laughs> gonna be. It's gonna be very appropriate for uh, Bad Movie Day. Yes. But it's only got one vote. <laughs>
0: I don't blame them. I've seen that enough.
1: No vote for us. Uh, Uh, no love for Superman. Did you you have a second point? You said you had two points. That was the second point. Was that the second point? Yeah, it
2: was basically, it was kind of like at the same time. I mean, like I'll I'll say it this way again. It was like I said to you during the commercial, it was whenever I hear that kid rock song about how he's, um, uh, that summer of whatever it was, summer of 89 or something like that. And he was talking about how like he's smoking funny things and drinking funny things or what have you. He basically uses a rift from, uh, uh, werewolves of london and i adore that song but the thing is is that every time i hear that song i don't think hey this is cool it's a kid rock song i always think to myself i'd rather be hearing warren zevon and it's the same principle here it's kind of like everybody's like hey look how cool we've got superman in there and i just find myself thinking i'd much rather be watching superman one or two than have to sit through supergirl again
0: and and, and also how do, how do you make a Supergirl film? And how do you how do you make it without Superman, but you have to I mean she's
1: wearing the same costume. She right. She acknowledges him throughout the entire but, movie. But too. I'm saying like
0: I'm sure they would've loved to make a film separate of it, you know, even though it's part of the franchise without having to refer back to Superman. They even they even had to throw that little radio thing. Superman has left the planet
2: which actually kind of fits in with Superman uh Re- Superman returns which I thought was kind of funny. Now, so. uh,
1: oh,
0: don't, don't even. Don't
1: even two two things, Scott. <laughs> two up. things before we wrap up and let Don go.
0: Well, well we're going to keep going cuz I have a lot to say. But we'll
2: wrap oh, we'll wrap up for okay. Don and then we'll come back and finish up.
1: Okay. So, do we want to wrap up with
2: Don then? Yeah, let's actually r- can I can I say one other thing just real quick? Yes, please. Sure, sir. Yeah, and then I have sure. one
0: and then I have one question for you before you go.
2: Sure. Um, in regards to the one of the funniest things that I thought was when um, she, when um, the witch, our Faye Dunaway, casts that spell on Hart Bachner, mm-hmm. um, oh. and basically says,
1: "Hans, yeah. Bobby, mm? I'm your white knight."
2: <laughs> 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 he goes. She goes. Like, I cast the spell on you so that the first woman that you see will be the woman that you fall in love with. And then, like an idiot, he goes walking through town. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, how are there no women in this town for him to accidentally bump into?
0: I thought he should have fell in love with the crane. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I
0: so thought it nice was teeth.
2: I thought it would have been great if he fell in love with like that overweight lady that has the mustache that uh, served that served them at the A and W Root Beer place. No, at off. That's a different movie altogether.
0: Oh, and and uh, jo- Joey, we're talking about A and W Root Beer after the break.
1: Oh, we are okay.
0: <laughs> here's my question for you, Dad. And after after my question, tell us where we can get your book. Sure. But here's my question for you, as the comic book expert here. What comic book was being read by? Uh, What's her name? Uh, the roommate. The Lane. roommate. Which, which? What's her name? That was. She was. Uh, Something Lane. Yeah, yeah Lane, she, Lane.
2: Lucy Lane. Lucy Lane. What was? What comic book was Lucy Lane reading? And to show you the idiocy on DC Comics' part. Right. The flipping Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> I. I had the. Was it like, Wait. Is that a Sentinel on that? What the hell is that? <laughs> I could, yeah. I, I. just. I couldn't believe that. I really could not believe that. I mean, heck. At least in Superman Returns, when um. What what's his face is uh, wearing um, wearing pajamas? He's at least wearing Aquaman pajamas. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I I couldn't believe that. I, like, I, I'm saying this from like the standpoint of like, look, this is our money maker. We want to do things. Everything points back to DC Comics and A and W root beer in this movie. I, That's what we're dedicated to. DC <laughs> Comics and A and W. Didn't Ro- they end,
1: also end up at a Popeyes?
2: Yes. 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 And when
1: they said Popeyes, I was saying to myself, are they talking about? the chicken franchise Popeye's or is it just some, some fictional bar or, or not bar, but uh, eatery, but no, it God, I got to beep that now. Yeah. Uh, it's a Popeye's. And it, as far as I can tell, as far
0: as I remember, it's the only Popeye's I've ever seen in a film as a product placement.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <And>
0: it, <laughs> I knew you'd love. I knew you'd catch the comic book thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, because like, because I was sitting there and I was when I saw that I was just like, that's really, really one of the dumbest things in the world. I mean, it really is, honestly. And I will get slightly political. It's almost like if President Obama, like if Senator Obama was saying, "Don't vote for the old guy, vote for the young guy," and then John McCain turns around and says, "says That's right, everybody." vote for the old guy not the young guy you know you're like why in the world are you stealing the catchphrases of your opponent
1: yeah right <laughs> <laughs> it's I mean,
2: real
0: and you and you, you got to think on that set I mean, uh, at least one person like, hey boss hey boss
2: you think you might want to use a dc comic in there yeah, I mean, heck, like there—it's not like that. There isn't like a thousand other second-string characters. I can understand they say, okay, no Batman because Batman's a bigger name character. But it's like they could have pulled out a Deadman, a Phantom Stranger, a Blue Beetle—if he was owned by them at the time. Like any one of those, like lesser-known, Adam Strange, like any one of those lesser-known comic book characters. How that, about,
0: how about? Oh my God, a Supergirl comic. How cool would that have been? That would have been really good. Now, that would it, have been really funny. The only thing that bothers me more than the concept that no one, no one involved in the production noticed they were using a Marvel comic, is the possibility that they did and someone said, "Eh, comic fans aren't going to notice that." Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, I, I <sighs> to this day, I, I, uh, people, I know comic book fans who still know what comic book was ripped in half during the Elvira movie.
2: Oh God. It I was, haven't seen that Elvira movie in a long, long time, and you I remember? don't. Do you don't remember that? No, I don't. I really don't. It was the first McFarlane Spider Man.
1: Was it
0: really? Yeah. The the guy grabs it from him and says, Don't read that. (laughs) Everybody, every (laughs) comic fan in the world's like, No, it's (laughs) worth (laughs) money
2: Uh, oh man that's Don, awesome.
0: Don, thank you so yeah. much for being a guest.
2: Yes, I I got to say I have enjoyed myself. I really really do. I really have enjoyed myself. You guys have just been so wonderful and thanks for letting me uh come on and uh share We
1: got to have you back again soon.
2: Yes, I I I would be honored and I would love to. And-
1: oh and do me do me a quick favor. Sure. Vote for Bad Movie Day. One of those flicks.
2: Okay, where it, now? Bad Movie Day is on the Movie Sucktastic site, right? Right. Go to Correct. Go to
0: well, now go to Facebook and then go to our Movie Sucktastic page on Facebook,
2: and oh. then click the questions link. Okay, Movie Sucktastic. I am doing this right now. Garbage Pail uh, kids. Uh, yes. kids. Garbage Pail Kids. Garbage Pail <laughs> <bill> Kids. Okay, <laughs> where is uh? Let me see. Da, 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 da. Chris Evans. Da da da, da, da. Okay, how far? Okay. On it's the, the left co- side, on the left side, there's ah, a... Ah, questions. Button. There you go. All right, more questions. What film would you like to see on Bad Movie Day? And we will click on that. Yes. And Drama the Room, Horror the Chud, Van Helsing, wow. <laughs> which is winning right now, which we don't want to show.
0: Because <laughs> well, it's two hours
1: long. It's over two hours. Over two we two hours want to long. show two movies on Bad Movie Day.
2: Where is Bad Movie Day going to be? It's at my house. Nice. Can I come? Absolutely. You were invited.
0: I. I you were invited. I sent. I sent you an invite on Facebook.
1: Did you? Yes. Yes. Yeah. You haven't. Re- you haven't responded. <laughs> oh, whoops. Okay. Um, it's quite all right. You're more than welcome to come. Bring guests. I, you know, we're gonna have tons of food. We're gonna have. If it doesn't rain, they're saying rain, but hopefully, if it does rain, we'll just have it indoors. When is uh, Bad Movie
2: Day? Saturday.
1: It's it's this Saturday, October first.
2: Saturday. Oh my gosh. Oh crap! I did not realize that. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, um,
0: I don't know. Oh, if I you mean oh, we're oh, not at the, we're not at the forefront of your mind at any given. No, day.
2: no. I'm sorry. I'm barely <laughs> at the forefront of my mind. But if it'll make you feel better, I voted for garbage bill kids.
1: It makes Very me feel good. much better. Thank you. I think we're only four <laughs> votes away from overtaking Van Helsing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you you are more than welcome to show up. If you can't, obviously, we understand. It's not a big deal. But uh, Thanks. we're going to have it outside, if weather permitting, drive-in theater style. Oh, very And, nice. uh, yeah, uh, it's very, very cool. Lots of food, fire pit, marshmallows, s'mores, coffee, hot chocolate, everything. You name it. Oh, wow. It. Very nice. Yes, it's going to be very, very good. Very, very good. So, and your book, where can we get it?
2: Yes. Um, you can get the book, uh, Barnes and Noble, uh, amazon.com, uh, or basically I've been telling people to shop locally. There's a place in Hawthorne called the well-read bookstore on Lafayette Avenue and they've got copies of the golf road murders, but, uh, we will,
0: we will throw uh, a link up to the book on the, uh, can you do it on the site, Joey? Absolutely. And I'll do it. It'll be
2: on
1: the podcast page
0: and I'll put it on the blog and we'll make sure it gets linked on the Facebook page too.
2: Thank you very much. I really have enjo- I really have enjoyed my time guys. I really have. and uh, well, thank you for joining us. Yeah and uh, it, it was just great and it was a uh, good excuse to see the, um, uh, the it was a good excuse to see uh, Helen Supergirl. Slater again. Yeah and yeah. by the way, um, that uh, article, if you guys wouldn't mind putting a link up to that as well, the Superman homepage are a good group of people and my wife took the picture of Helen Slater too. Oh, Oh, really? No, I'm I'm actually working
0: on the blog, and by the time this episode goes live, that'll be up on the blog. You know what's interesting?
1: Real quick before you go, that picture. Whenever I do a search, it's one of the first ones that comes up.
0: Is it really
1: interesting? Yeah. Yeah. And that's
0: not all that comes up when he does a search for Helen Slater. Oh
1: yeah. I love Helen Slater. Love her. Anyway, I've got stories for you. (laughs) Ah, very cool. (laughs) Eh, Non-explicit
0: episode. Non-explicit episode.
2: I'll. I'll I'm already beeping
1: myself twice.
2: <laughs> all right, I will talk right. to you guys later. Take care and thank you again. Thank no, you, Don. Thank
1: you, Don. Catch all you right, later. Have a good one. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye. That was very cool.
0: Yes, it was. Did you hear the bloop bloop when
1: he went off? Or no, none no of that.
0: Oh, cool. No, 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 uh, so why don't you? Why don't we take a break?
1: Yes, I want to play the Supergirl trailer,
0: and then you and I will finish on Supergirl because I still have a bunch of notes. I just didn't want oh, to talk over
1: Don. That's quite all right. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to play the Supergirl trailer. When we come back, we'll finish it up. Okay. Alright. Bye.
2: Who is she? You know, I think I recognize the costume.
1: The question remains, just who on Earth are you? On Earth, I'm Lee. Linda Lee.
2: You just leave this poor kid alone and worry about the other one that flies because nobody gets in my way <laughs>
0: wait one minute i mean you can do the whole
2: number leap tall buildings with a single bound and look right through things
0: yes ben steel
2: bars yes enjoy your prison supergirl oh,
1: ever and ever <laughs>
2: Alexander Salkine presents the action-packed adventures of a dazzling new superhero, starring Peter O'Toole.
0: I must be sent to the Phantom Zone. Faye Dunaway, Mia Farrow.
1: Venus? When?
0: Brenda Vaccaro,
2: Mark McClure. That's Clark Kent's cousin. Hart Bachner, And introducing Helen Slater as Supergirl. Adventure runs in the family.
1: Alright, we're back. Are you there, sir? Huh, what? Well, we're back.
0: Wake up. Hi, sir, how are you? I'm good. I was just singing to myself, but then I-, I stopped just in time for you.
1: Yes, I wish I could have caught a little bit of that.
0: I'll, I'll, see, I'll sing again for you, but you don't want me to do that. That's alright. Oh, uh, awesome. we, we have to have a karaoke version of movie Stucktastic someday. No, we don't. Yes, oh, 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 oh I'm, I'm primed. But that was fun, I, having th- Don on.
1: Absolutely, it was really good stuff. I, I wish, really good stuff. I wish you
0: could have stayed like John Dimes, where we stayed up for the the whole two hours.
1: Oh yeah.
0: You know, if we were recording on a weekend, I guarantee Don would have been on for the whole two hours. Probably.
1: Yeah. Oh sure.
0: But uh, so, what do you want to do? Can we can we just start from the beginning and go through the whole film? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Does that if work for you? you I mean, we, if you if, if you want, well, we could breeze right through it.
0: Well, yeah, it'd be mean, just because the, st- the stuff we didn't touch on. I mean, I'm glad he brought up some of the things I had in my notes. Uh, like he started off with Peter O'Toole, and that was my main thing of the, watching the film. Is literally that I will go to the Phantom Zone. Want a squ- bang, zoom, zam? Do you want to squirt? <laughs> squirt.
1: Would you like a squirt? <laughs> I think after a while, you'll find it's quite delicious. He's he's <laughs> such an awesome actor. He really is. It's,
0: just, it's painful watching because, like, I, I, and, and I had a note. that's like I guarantee, after every take, they, they, there'd be a pause and he'd say, "You know, I was Lawrence of Arabia, right?"
1: <laughs> you know how many times I thought that through this movie. <laughs> every time he was on screen, I'm like, "I was Lawrence of Arabia."
0: I am not an actor. <laughs> I'm a. Movie.
1: i am was oh. in Caligula. God damn it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, well, Don mentioned you probably needed a rent, uh, a rent check or something. Uh, from what I read, really, uh, I'm not 100% on his history, but what happened was at one point he was sick and they thought it was from the drinking. Okay. But it turned out he had, I think, stomach cancer or something. Oh, really? So, yeah, so he had a p- period of time where he was seriously ill. And then, so his rebound was
1: doing smaller films. Oh, I see. You know, he wanted to continue to work, but not on a three, four, five month uh, type. Uh, Basically, a ty- that type of a movie, yeah, which is your normal shoot, is anywhere between three and six months. So this, he might have only had to be around for a few weeks, maybe three, four weeks, five weeks. Something oh,
0: but like what that. what a week they! What, what weeks they were! Zoltar oh, was Zoltan.
1: Zoltan. It was Zoltar.
0: Zoltar. Zoltar. And, and the credits feature and it, it didn't say it, but it was like and featuring Peter O'Toole as Zoltar.
1: <laughs> Wait till you hear the trailer that I got. It's yep. it's awful. Is that the one off the DVD? Uh, I don't know. Is that the one with the Harvey Weinstein voice? Oh, it's like an introducing yeah. Helen Slater Wait, instead of like yes. Because
0: usually get that voice in the beginning, you know, like a really deep voice. This one was like like it was in like a Harvey world. Weinstein. Hey, and then I was smoking too much, and they asked me to do this trailer
1: right (laughs) yeah right you're exactly uh, and the good trailers is like in a world there was no man and then this is (laughs) introducing (laughs) helen slater
0: (laughs) he sounded like it just sounded kind of sleazy even almost yeah live live girls in tight skirts come on we got it right here
1: produced by alexander salkind (laughs) (laughs) what When i heard it i actually thought it was a joke i thought it was a fan-made trailer it's that bad it really is that bad that's the one on the dvd oh my god uh i i played it anyway you're confirming that it's the one on the dvd and up until about two minutes ago i still thought that it might have been a fan-made trailer but it was the only one i could find that's
0: how bad it is yeah it's really (laughs) bad (laughs) and, and those opening credits uh
1: how much did they cost? Did you see that when you were doing your research? Oh yeah, no, I didn't. But it looked like they just had uh, aluminum letters on sticks, and they were just pushing them towards the screen.
0: One million dollars for the opening credits, sir. Th- really? That's what I read. Whether it's true or not, I cannot say. But it was—they said one million dollars for the opening credits alone.
1: Well, it was a thirty-five million-dollar production. That is a lot of money for credits. Yes.
0: Well, that's the best problem with Superman films after the first one, they kept thinking that they had to have these epic credits, and it's like, no, no, just get to the movie. We get it now. Right. The first film, exactly. there was this build up to it, and it's like, no, no, we've already seen three of them. Just get to the film.
1: Wow, a million dollars for those
0: opening credits. weren't they nifty? No. And then, and then the first thing the, and after the credits, the first thing you see is, okay, there's a there's a, an upside down iceberg, and then there's lights floating around it what the hell is this yeah exactly <laughs> welcome to the city of argo where we have artificial lighting circling the city at all
1: times. and they have these the, those really complex overhead shots of the inside and it's just what are you
0: doing i know where zoltar made his Z- zoltar zoltar i know where zoltar made his money where's that uh he, he um he got the the railing contract for our city of argos <laughs> it's like, yeah, the city's nothing but railings
1: and tissue paper.
0: <laughs> and t- you stole my thunder. I'm sorry. Like we, have, we have this like you know the, the city floating in inner space, and and all we have covering it is uh, saran wrap. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: in the beginning, mm-hmm. you see uh, Helen Slater running through Argos in this like 60 setup, and she meets Zoltar, who's an artist. So you know it's not going to end well. Yeah, he's making a tree. And he stole the power source of, of uh, the city, which is the... the...
1: Borrowed? B- borrowed. Borrowed. I borrowed. Borrowed. It. I, I plan to give it back. <laughs> Do you now? It Was it the dodecahedron? What was it? It was the Omega Hedron. The Omega
0: Hedron. And, and so, of course, she she grabs it. It's the power source that runs the city, and, and apparently you can put it in your pocket. And then she loses it through a hole that uh, a butterfly she made with it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it actually looked like a giant moth. And it's like it's like in the
0: first five minutes he has to introduce. I will get it in that. What was it? The bite. What was it? The bite. Uh, the binary shoot.
1: Yeah, or some crap like that. <laughs> Bang zoom zam! I'm out of here. <laughs> like really? No, I wrote. Uh, Don't forget the Jack Daniels. Really? I
0: wrote it down. It was the binary shoot.
1: It was the binary shoot. Yeah, which
0: apparently can survive uh, interspace inner travel to the uh, the outer world of Earth, but uh, it does not have any child safety features whatsoever. Zero. <laughs> A young girl can simply climb on it and push the Earth button.
1: Uh-huh. And, and I love when she's riding in it, and when she emerges out of the water, all you see is her with her arms, like, doing, like, I'm, like, strong. She, like, you she, know, she's putting her arms she in She does, air. like,
0: that strong man pose. Da.
1: Right. Da, 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 da. And, and suddenly the,
0: the the binary the binary shoot apparently morphs her clothing into a Superman outfit too.
1: Yeah, really? I mean, when I saw that, I said Superman. They go through great lengths to explain that Superman's costume was made by uh, his stepmother or his mother, if you want to. Really yeah, at least in that. the
0: original film, the kid shows up to Earth
1: naked. And they, <laughs> I really wish they did that with Helen Slater. But you, you can't get everything you, you want.
0: Filthy bastard.
1: Um, but <laughs> you and hey. you and every
0: other comic fan that went to see it, but, so she shows up there naked, right?
1: <laughs> right. But there, she ends up on on Earth, and there's no one there to make her her costume. So, I mean, she arrived in the clothes that she, if they really wanted to do it, she had clothes.
0: Oh, oh speaking of her arrival on Earth, did you see the string?
1: Oh, the with her flying through. Yeah, she comes she out of the water. Har- Yes, now, of course I now, did. Now, she's she's on a harness that was uh, attached to her hip. No, That's how they were making her fly and but not float see, and all that.
0: Here, here's where at the same time I was laughing at the production but then said, wow, they did a great job. I'm laughing at the line, right, when they pull it out of the water. Right. And then I'm reading further into it because they wanted to the, the reverse shoot it so her hair was dry when she came out. Okay. Because if you watch, her hair is dry when she comes out. And, ah, and you can see okay. the line perfectly. It's like so bad. But then... I didn't even notice. It's not her. It's a cardboard cutout of her.
1: Oh, is it really?
0: Yeah, that's how. <laughs> I
1: didn't. I, I didn't notice.
0: See, and that's where I felt guilty. It was like I'm mocking them for the line. It was like, yeah, but I didn't notice it wasn't really her.
1: <laughs> well, I also will say that I did watch it on my commute <laughs> to and uh, to work and home. So I was watching it on a seven-inch well, screen. No, I,
0: I had it on a big screen. I actually rewound it twice to watch The Wire. I was so busy laughing at The Wire, I didn't notice that it was. <laughs> she was a two-dimensional <laughs> picture.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: Uh, yeah, that whole that whole scene where she flies out, it's like, Oh, I'm having trouble landing. Oh look, I crushed oh. a rock.
1: Oh look at that. The rock crushed me.
0: See she picks up the rock and crushes it. She should have picked up like a bunny rabbit.
1: <laughs> oh hello little No Rabbit stew. I think I saw <laughs> I think I saw this in Watership Down once.
0: <laughs> and then she picks the like the picks the posey and, and, and makes it open with her heat vision and doesn't burst into flames. Oh right! Right. Suddenly, right. she's mastered her superpowers.
1: Yeah, she's on Earth. What five minutes? And
0: I have a I have a major problem with her outfit. By the way, did you okay. notice that in that opening whole opening sequence, that cape flutters up at, at the slightest breeze, but that skirt does not move. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> I know. And there also, that one
0: scene where that skirt that skirt never comes up above the bottom hem.
1: Now, this is just something I've noticed because because um, you were really looking. I was really looking. Uh, another film that she did, uh, which was called uh, "The Legend of Billy Jean." Mm-hmm. There's there's a whole scene where they're they're still in Corpus Christi in Texas, where they're uh, Christian Slater and herself are at the local lake. Nope, no, no, uh, no relation. No relation. <laughs> uh, and she is sunbathing on this little pier thing, uh, and she's wearing this real. Not it's not even a, a skimpy top. Steady, she's right. Steady yourself. Uh, I know, I know. Well, anyway, basically, you can see, easy, underneath everything. Okay, you you can see r- almost right through. You can see it. much more than you could see in Supergirl. But at best, she's an A cup. And where I'm going with this, is they made her a C cup in this film. They gave her a little extra support in that costume. That that the
0: Supergirl costume lifts and separates. It supports it it really lifts and separates it sure does (laughs) yes it does not so even in
1: 1984 not
0: that i was looking
1: completely obsessed with how well they're you know because of the whole wonder woman thing i think And
0: here's the flaw to the supergirl movie they're making a kids film and the real focus of the movie is dirty men watching a teen a teenage girl in a tight outfit
1: yeah. This is the draw of the film. Speaking of which it, what'd you think of Matt Frewer's uh I'm
0: getting there. I'm getting there, sir. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to stay I'm right. trying to stay slightly chronological.
1: Okay. It's almost there.
0: Um but they they mar- if they've made that film today, forget it. Oh yeah. They absolutely. they they'd be pushing the PG thirteen to the max. And so you watch it now and you're trying to be do it all innocent and it's like, yeah, but uh, but but we're all watching her boobies. And, and we want to see the skirt flip up. Come on. I mean, you don't, she doesn't have to be naked underneath, but show the skirt slip up a little bit. Come on!
1: <laughs> and they don't do yeah. it. But you're mentioning... My, Not once. Even when she does uh, flips in the air. Yeah. It's like... It's there's, taped down. At the
0: very end, there's that one scene where she, she she flies or something, and it looks like it was starched. It was just like they had to tape it down. Sorry, we got to... <laughs> it might have even been plastic. Yeah, yeah. But you're mentioning my favorite scene, which was she... she She lands after flying around in the middle of a deserted
1: town. In the middle of the road, right. So there's a Mack truck that pulls up. Two men get out. Slowly
0: pulls up in front of her and stops with her in the headlights. Right.
1: Right, and one of them is Matt Frewer,
0: aka Max Headroom.
1: (laughs) Max Headroom, or Eddie, Eddie the truck driver. Right,
0: one of my favorite actors ever, and.
1: I even like the other guy. I don't even know who he was.
0: Now, being... Uh, I should double-check that. I don't think he's anybody, though. Uh, no, be- he's not. Being that... Um, I mean, here's a situation. You're a truck driver. You're in a truck. Right. You're driving uh-huh. down the road. It's a band in town. And you come across a, a young girl in a tight outfit and a skirt. Now, obviously...
1: His name was Billy, the truck driver.
0: Right. So, obviously, you, you have to rape her. I mean that's just it, it's it's decorum is what it is. It's the trucker's. It, co- oh,
1: by the way, his name was Bill McAllister, uh-huh. and Supergirl was the last thing he's ever done,
0: and 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 I don't think
1: he's regretting that. And the only thing he's done before that was a movie called Funny Money. <laughs> I recognize that name. In 1982. Now, so
0: following trucker decorum, <laughs> they approach her yes. with the intention of raping her. That's because.
1: That's just... No, 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 we... no, 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 I want to... Oh, come on. That's my
0: favorite line ever, because... <laughs> I it could, I mean, and I was hoping to get you to play the clip, but, but I'm going to try to find it and put it on the, the blog. Uh, Yeah, she turns, to because they're, they're poking her and prodding her, so, oh, well, we got... And i am telling you, nothing creeped me out more than watching uh, Max Hedrum chew, chew with his tongue, like, sexually. Oh, yeah. It was like, that just turned out, that, that was like, that, oh, that's the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my life, him, like, being lecherous. I've never seen him <laughs> lecherous in my life, and it just disturbed me immensely. But, yeah, she, she she slaps him around and says, why why are you doing this? And he's like, it's just the way we are. <laughs> <laughs> I had to pause it. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> First of all, it's the best line in the film. Oh, yeah. And it's oh, yeah. Te- it's too deep for this movie. It really is. It's too deep of a line. It's like, here's a rapist who's really committed to what he, you know, what he does. It's like, he's not like, well, gee, she has a good poison. No, 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 It's just how I am. It's just <laughs> me. It's, you know, it's it's, it's a path I've chosen.
1: <laughs> it's just the way we are.
0: Uh, that should really be our opening for the show. <laughs> Why do you do this? It's just the way we are. Uh, that pretty much sums us up, Joey. Okay, I'll do it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, But, but what makes me even better is I'm not sure exactly what representative A&W root beer was involved with the making of the film, but right. I find it interesting that A&W root beer has no problem being marketed to the rapist trucker market. <laughs> I didn't even notice yeah,
1: it until this, she, this, this I, is true.
0: I didn't even notice it until she throws him through the wall and he lands on the garbage. It's like, wait, he's wearing an A&W root beer shirt. Is this <laughs> really the demographic they're aiming for. Yes lecherous Maybe. truck drivers.
1: <laughs> it's just the way we are. <laughs> oh, you that, okay there?
0: Yeah, that's the best line ever. It hurts. <laughs> and the way he delivers it too. That reminds me of my favorite line from Van Helsing. The only good line of Van Helsing is when...
1: Oh, right, right. He goes, <laughs> why do you do this?
0: you got the shadow of uh, of Igor just prodding the Wolfman with the electric stick for no real reason. And Dracula asks him, so why, why are you doing that? And he's like, and Igor just shrugs and says, It's what I do. It's what I do. <laughs> Again, too deep for that movie. That line was perfect.
1: <laughs> mm. oh, sorry. Lord. I was
0: dying to talk about that. I couldn't let you step on me there.
1: <laughs> um, you should have let me know ahead of time I would have not I done that. I
0: didn't want to surprise you because I, I don't like oh, giving okay. you a
1: heads up. Well, you should have just said, Matt Frewer scene, don't talk about it. Now, speaking
0: of, like, rape, um, <laughs> did you notice now... I'm I read a little bit about the film, and and the the one producer, the executive producer, he was the executive producer in all four films. Um, not Swark, what's his name? Sans Sansel? Um, oh, pardon me. Uh, I'm dying here. I, too much homemade wine. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me see. I've got a uh, right here because I've got a. I was reading through. There's a book called Superman versus Hollywood: How Fiendish Producers Devious Directors, and blah blah blah. But it was pretty. The whole film was. Pretty, the whole book is about how. Hollywood kept trying to screw up Sp- Superman, and uh, and this is a, a producer. It's an executive producer. It's uh, Sansel. Damn it, Ilya Salkind, Salkind. is the executive Salkind. producer. Salkind, sorry, Salkind. Thank you.
1: Well, yeah, that's because uh, Alexander Salkind is. Uh, he's 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 the dude. Mm-hmm.
0: Now now Salkind, It'll... if if you look at Salkind's uh, IMDb uh, biography. They mentioned right. he was the he was executive producer on Superman 1 and 2. It's like, yeah, they didn't mention he did 3 and 4 as well in Supergirl. <laughs> <laughs> they just mentioned they, they, they cut his biography off at Zod. Yeah. Now, Zod would have been a great uh, Supergirl. Kneel before Zod. <laughs> but Salkine, like, uh, in an interview later, was to talk about when Supergirl failed. And part, he blamed part of it on the fact that they cut his film down, which I, I think was as a... No, I disagree there. and he he'll he's one of these producers that won't admit that the film wasn't that good. right and one of oh, the, yeah. one of the things he says is that that a strong female character in a film just didn't sell. and you you know it's like and he mentioned Sheena too. It's like, oh, you know Sheena a, a female superhero just doesn't work. It's like, no, you guys are just doing it wrong. Now, Joey, yeah or a film where the guy says, "Oh, it's a strong female character. Can you point out any flaws in? Um, pardon, me, I'm speaking to the microphone here. Can you sp- <laughs> can you speak? Can you point out any flaws in that uh, theory there regarding a strong female character in a, in a in the
1: Supergirl film? A strong female character. Well,
0: for for example, when she goes to the academy. Right. Uh no, but even before that, and when when she's at Argo, in in Ar- Argos. Correct. And she's talking to uh, Peter O'Toole, and they're talking about math. And she's like. Oh, I don't know. I just had, she literally almost says math is
1: hard. Oh, right. <laughs> and it wasn't until uh, she got to Earth that she was good at it for some reason. Right.
0: So, so she's talking to Peter. Tools like I don't know. I just can't figure out math. I'm blonde. And then she goes to Earth, <laughs> and she goes to the math, the 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 computing class. You must have. Loved. And
1: she's not blonde at that point, by the way. Right.
0: You must have loved the computing class.
1: Not. Well, I, lo- I love that Peter Cook was the the teacher where he said. Uh, where he's like, and there's very complex algorithms, and if you all shut up, I just might tell it to you. <laughs> I
0: was waiting for the, <laughs> the next line should have been, and you, Charlie Bucket, sit down. We <laughs> you know, most of the film was shot in
1: London. Two candy balls, that's it. <laughs> when at first he says he thought he said, what, 200 or 20? He yeah. goes, and you'll have a very bad stomachache, but you had this many. No, oh, I'm sorry, sir, only two. Uh, two... Only two. I, I'm now telling the computer
0: exactly what it can do with a lifetime supply of chocolate bars. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway,
1: I can't tell you the answer. That would be cheating.
0: <laughs> um. So so she complains about math being too hard in Argos. She comes to she comes to planet Earth. Suddenly she's super smart. She goes to the computing class, and she gets the answer right. So then uh, Lucy Lane takes her aside and says, you know what, if you let people know that you know that, you're not going to be very popular.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, if you're a smart, pretty girl, hide it, because people
1: don't like smart people. And the jocks won't want to fill you up.
0: Right. So, and, and then you have the, the two ugly girls in, in the uh, school, and they're the ones right. that are causing trouble that everybody hates.
1: The, yes, and there is a very tame shower scene,
0: right? Where everybody's already has towels around themselves. And God, I wish it was directed by Bob Clark. Easy there. Hey, and he would have done it right. And, and, and then you have two leading ladies in the film, and what are they? What are they battling over? The gardener.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> There's so much Which, strong... and the dialogue for that is terrible too, because. Uh, Faye Dunaway says that she wants to put a spell on him. Mm -hmm. And then they go back to the house. She puts a spell on him. She thinks it doesn't work. Her partner in crime says, oh, he was too young for you. Then the Omega Hedron projects an image on on the wall. And her partner in crime says, hey, I know that guy. It's like, wait a minute. You were just talking about him. (laughs) Well, that was... what? You don't know who he is? That was an attempted humor, sir. Yes, it was. (laughs) I know.
0: So these... So these two strong female leads are both fighting over the hunky gardener. <laughs>
1: he, will, he will be their prince. Mar- she serves a and, malt. And, that, and that's and that's uh, Don pointed it out. That's what's his face from Die Hard. That's why I did the Hans Booby thing. Yeah, he's the guy with the beard. It, 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 it's a Rolex. It
0: should have been a malt liquor.
1: <laughs> Booby, where's the malt liquor? He went from uh, from Supergirl, which. It, the way the film is made, the way the film ends, it's completely open for sequels. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they don't explain anything about what happens to Faye Dunaway's character. None of that. You see what happens, but there's no resolution to it. Mm-hmm. So you know, and the way uh, uh, Supergirl goes, she ends up going back home. To Argos. Well,
0: there's that right, scene too. But there's,
1: there's, it's open-ended where you think, well, she'll probably come back. Well, that that's because the boyfriend because he falls in love with Linda Lee and then he realizes she's really Supergirl, yeah, and he still has feelings for her. So he, she leaves, and it's just if it was a huge success, obviously there would have been sequels. They left it completely open on all fronts in the film to say, okay, when this movie is successful, when we could do, uh, go and do a sequel, we have all these open ends that do, do you think you know you, will work for us? Do you
0: think they'll do a sequel?
1: I don't know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Here's
0: now, but but you see my point about the strong female leads. There's so much wrong in this film about female, and again, like Supergirl supposed to be this tough girl, and then, you know, it's like, oh, I kissed him.
1: Oh, she's like feeling her lips in the mirror. Yeah, it's a strong it just female felt like lead. Yeah, it was part part love story in a lot of parts too, uh, oh. with the music and the way they were approaching uh, him and her and. It just... What is it? Is this an action film? Is this a is a love story? It's like, what is going on? And I know they, they were just trying to be all things, I thought, but... I thought the love interest should have been the Italian guy from Loverboy. I love you! <laughs> I love you!
0: <laughs> Extra anchovy. And apparently like when you fall in love, you, you you can suddenly quote poetry.
1: Oh, God.
0: <laughs> it was wasn't just this, so bad. Wasn't this guy chewing on a toothpick and drinking malt liquor like 10 minutes ago?
1: <laughs> yes, Yes, he was. And when she gives him when she gives him the drink, and he's like, yeah, where are you going to put plants in this dump. <laughs> <laughs> he's very crude, yeah. Yeah. And then the next thing is, oh, oh, I can't even recite the poetry. It's just that bad. Yeah. Um, but you're right. It's- oh. <laughs> and he was working outside with no shirt, all sweaty. <laughs> now,
0: now, speaking of the Faye Dunaway's character and, and they live in that um, uh, abandoned amusement park, Right. Remember the dialogue at the beginning when she goes back? She says, "Oh, we're gonna miss the mortgage payment. Who gave you a mortgage on an abandoned <laughs> amusement park? <laughs> They're gonna shut off a the lot water. E-
1: it was a lot easier in the '80s, I guess. They're
0: gonna shut off the water. Where's the Paint. water? In the, where's the water in the fun house? Where did you guys right. get? When did the city bring plumbing into your building? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you guys are you guys are washing in a bucket. Don't lie." Yeah. Yeah, mortgage right at nineteen percent in nineteen
0: eighty four. Man, can you see that I'm like on like Weichert's open list? Like, we have this lovely uh, haunted house. Yeah, theme. and
1: what I was saying about my crazy aunt, she would have bought a place like that. <laughs> Seriously,
0: but, but you, you can't get a mortgage for a place like that these days. No, nah, not these days.
1: No, <laughs> they charge you an arm and a leg. So you guys aren't even squatting. You actually paying a mortgage on this? You are horrible <laughs> villains they're terrible. One of the worst villains ever. Oh. I'm waiting for no more wire hangers at some point. Just just waiting for it. Uh, and, put a bay window on that wall.
0: And and, and
1: Really? S-
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, spray um speaking of uh, strong female leads, what about the scene where
1: Helen Slater's stuffing a bra? Oh, right. <laughs> wow she's putting her hands in there and she's trying it on it's like what are you doing wait, wait. oh nothing nothing she doesn't need that i saw her in the suit she did that lifts and separates <laughs> <clears throat> now,
0: now speaking of the the love interest yes the crane sequence
1: oh where it's chasing him around the town yes
0: that the the large uh, they built an entire town for the scene
1: did they really? That whole
0: town was built out of, like, uh, you know, it's all cardboard or whatever. You know, it's 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 a fake... Oh, God. St- they built a fake town for... That's why there's nothing around the town. It's the middle of nowhere. They f- built a town for it. Here's a trivia question for, for Mr. I Didn't Do My Research. How long did it take... Are you, are you referring to me? Yes. How long did it take them... And, and I'm not gloating. I did cursory research myself. I was reading... I was mostly trying to find out about Peter O'Toole. Um, I was trying to see if he said anything nasty about the film afterwards, but I couldn't find anything... <laughs> that would have been great. How long did it take them to film the crane sequence?
1: That sequence alone. That sequence I think alone. I, rem- I think I think I remember reading uh that it it didn't it take ten days? 22. Okay. <laughs> 22 days Twenty two. Okay. Twenty two days for that. And wasn't it worth
0: every day? Oh lord. And half the problem was first of all, it's like it's if you when you watch the scene, it's one of those things where you know the car smashes here, and they're trying to orchestrate it like uh, I think he was trying to compete with Superman three with that whole opening sequence. Oh, right. They want people walking around and all this stuff happening simultaneously, and cars rolling over, and you know the giant tire falling off the building, and the cranes flying through going through town, and that choreography alone complicated everything. And on top of that, they they the complicated wire work to have her fly down and take that front the, the front shovel nose off of the, the crane. And carried away. It was like all attached together. It was like one big piece they had to do. Really. So it really complicated wire work because they were really, you know, pushing the whole Supergirl flying thing because that's new. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, when you watch that scene now, can you really appreciate the twenty-two days? No. 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 All I can think of that, that all I can think of that, that entire scene is why is Jimmy Olsen Jimmy Olson dating this teenage girl <laughs> at Popeyes?
1: And he always brings that damn
0: camera. <laughs> And doesn't he take, He's taking pictures of his girl saving the day,
1: right? <laughs> I can I can see who who she just jumps in there and she's just and 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 if you don't know who she is, she was she had that bit part in Greece, yeah, uh, Greece oh, uh, two. Yeah, I know her. Yeah, of course. Right, but she was the same same character. Mm-hmm. She could have been uh, whatever her name was. Uh, what was her name? Lucy Lane. Yeah, she was. Could have been Lucy Lane in Greece too.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah. And actually, she has that line where she's introducing uh, Helen Slater to everybody. It's like, oh, and Jimmy, he's a, he's a uh, what did she say? Like, it sounds like he's a photographer or something.
1: Yes, and, and he's a, photographer at, uh, he's a, well, he's, he's a photographer
0: at the Daily Planet. He's uh, a and, the Daily Planet. And it's like, no, that should not have been said in a dreamy voice.
2: It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
0: you're introducing her to the geeky guy in the bow tie with the camera. You should not be fawning over this guy. <laughs> no, no. I as much as I like Jimmy Olsen, he does not
1: deserve this. Well, well, she does point out that she thinks he's stuck on her. She never mentions that uh, that she's really interested. The way but she, she says his name, she's settling, is what she's basically saying. I think, but
0: the way she says his name, oh, and Jimmy's there. It's like no, no, no. She, she's got it. For, she's got the hots for him. Uh huh. That, that, that's horrible.
1: Yes. Oh, um, oh, and,
0: and that season gas was a dollar eleven. I'm in a note of that.
1: It was a dollar eleven in nineteen eighty
0: four. Well, in that scene, it was. I don't know if that was at a real or actual price. Wow. Best part of that whole scene, though, the when the when that crane goes off, veers off, and smashes the first car it hits. Yes. If you watch closely, the t- one of the tires on the car is flat. Already. It was a junker. They couldn't even bother to fix the tire on it before they smashed it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, they make this foam stuff that you can spray in the tire to blow it up so that you could drive X amount of miles until you get to a, a gas station uh, or a mechanic shop. And they couldn't even buy a, a $2 can of that. Again,
0: again, who's going to notice the Marvel comic book?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, it's unbelievable. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And they,
0: they must have blown the whole budget for the crane scene because then, like, whoa, we have a, we have a monster attacker. Uh, make it invisible. Make it blurry. <laughs> Make it blurry and invisible, so we can't see it.
1: Right, the one in the at the school is, is invisible. The one at the end is blurry.
0: Yeah. And I think at the I think at the, when the the briefs the brief instance you see the one at the in the at the school, it was right. just the one at the end. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> How about when it's stretching her? Oh yeah. Where it's like pulling at her, it's like what? And again, the, the skirt's not moving. No, it ain't moving. And not only is it not moving, uh. The special effects were okay. Let's uh, let's take the horizontal and just make it real wide.
0: Wait, what? Oh, Peoria, that was the name of the town, the, the city. Peoria, Peoria. Okay. It was nearby. Peoria, Illinois. It was, ne- it was okay.
1: near Peoria. That's oh, sorry. Now, um, yes, is there anywhere else you want to go other than the end? Got a couple more
0: things. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. Why are you are you dry?
1: I'm dry. You dry? Dude. Oh, right, I'm gonna breeze through this thing. I'm sorry. There's so much in this film. Well, listen, if my notes. I actually don't have them in front of me. Uh-huh. I don't know where they went. I have, like I said, I have a child. For all I know, they're under the couch right now. So uh, uh, you ju- jump in. With- I'm going, I'm just going on memory. Okay. So if you bring up something, it'll, it'll, I'll rem- it'll remind you. Jump
0: me. in but I'm going to run down a couple more points. I, I uh, here's the, here's a question I have. All right. So she doesn't know earth and she doesn't know how to handshake, but apparently in, in, in a moment's notice, she can write a recommendation letter to the school.
1: Oh right, that Clark. Oh, I think my cousin. It uh, should be under under K. <laughs> right.
0: So and then and then uh, here's my question: She has a recommendation letter, right? She's yeah. attending school, right? Yes. Who's paying the
1: tuition? You know, I was thinking that myself. Who's paying for this?
0: I have. I have. Uh, my my taking out the trash doesn't count, for, so we're not going to do it this episode. But okay. uh, but I think after the film, there should have been five tag-ons after the credits that would sum up all the, it, the all the movie's loose ends. And oh. one of them should have been Clark Kent at home opening up a bill for the tuition for the school. <laughs> Where did this come
2: from? <laughs> Lana! What the hell?
0: Car- no, Kara! Kara! <laughs> <laughs> and then they should have had that. They should have shown um, Peter O'Toole and Peter Cook hanging out together in the Phantom Zone. <laughs> so squirt wide, well, love a squirt. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you a, very much. Having a final time, two two British chaps enjoying themselves. And then they should have had a newsflash of a local gardener's being in question and the disappearance of a young high school girl, called, uh, Lana uh, Lana Lane, or um Lana, Lynn, Lucy, Lucy Lane. No, the other one, Supergirl. Oh, 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 oh! Her name is Linda Lee. Lee, thank you. Because, because, cause at the end, he says, "I'll explain about Linda Lee." So they should have had a, uh, yeah, they should have had a news thing where it said, you know the local gardener um, is uh, being questioned about the disappearance of Linda Lee, a young girl at the school that disappeared after seeing him. <laughs> <laughs> so he he gets tried and arrested, or arrested, tried and like convicted for the the, the murder of Linda Lee. Oh, <laughs> Don't get my... her.
1: Oh my lord.
0: Then they should have had a shot of like uh, Jimmy Olsen and, and uh, Lucy Lucy Lane in a hotel room with Lucy Lane telling him she's pregnant. Oh my. <laughs> it would have something. It would, have, it would have,
1: It's yours.
0: Yeah. It's yours. Prove it. <laughs> and she, he bludges over the camera. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's okay. <laughs> high up all those loose ends of the film.
1: Oh. Uh,
0: but yeah, the, the tuition thing bugged me, and then uh, the, the the whole the whole scene where like he's dodging bumper cars.
1: Oh God! Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Well, that whole scene was like, okay, I'm gonna put him in bumper cars and have them run at him. Says, yeah, you you might bruise him. Oh no! And yeah, then, he
1: might not. Uh, might
0: might might end up with a sprained ankle. And then she makes that fade away fence around Supergirl.
1: That was just ridiculous. I think, okay,
0: you know she can fly, right? And then it's like, Supergirl, you know you can fly, right? <laughs> it's just taking too long for either of you to figure this out. <laughs> I'm losing faith in you two. <laughs> oh, and I have a note here. Yes. Not the Burundi wand.
1: <laughs> it is pure evil.
0: Now, do I have to be the one to point out that this is a film about two women? And, and every time... Who are witches. Well... Well, no, no. The ones that I'm talking about.
1: One's a witch, one's a sidekick.
0: No, talking about Supergirl and the villain. The two main characters. Yes. So, Faye Dunaway and Helen Slater. Two women, both powerful women. In both instances, their power becomes destructive when they wield phallic symbols. <laughs>
1: You you really put that two and two together. Dude, it's like
0: staring you right in the face. Helen Slater's like being all, night, you know, she's okay. She, everything's fine. But then, then Peter O'Toole uh, tempts her with the... Gives her the wand. He tempts her with his phallic symbol. She has to play with it. Next thing you know, oh, everything's gone wrong. And then later, <laughs> you've got Faye Dunaway was, yeah, I'm evil, but not evil enough. And I, I need more powers. if you want power, you should have one of these. So I'll just take yours then. <laughs> Emasculating Peter Cook, which she does through the entire film, and then she does right. it when she takes away his his Burundi wand. Dude, it's right. It's uh, steering you right in the yeah, face you're, you're right. You're it's right. You're right. right. It's, it's a pure mas- it, I have a whole article right here. I'm like, I gotta write this. It's it's a leisure suit. It's it's, it's, it's the <laughs> destructive power of the male ego and the emasculation of men through female uh, evil. It's it's, just,
1: it's it's right there. It's all right there.
0: That's the Burundi wand. It is pure <coughs> evil. Pardon me again. And now here's a question. And how does Selena know about the Phantom
1: Zone? You know what? Fuck. You're right. When she says it, I'm like, what the fuck? How, how does she fucking know about the Phantom the Zone? Phantom
0: Zone. So, is, is this in a book somewhere? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Apparently, it's a very
0: popular well, zone to be in. The idea of magic against Supergirl is actually Squirt. the only thing that works for me in the film. Because in the comic book, Superman was... Vulnerable to magic because it was not absurd. Right, so that makes sense. But then they say like the, now they're implying that the Phantom Zone is actually a part of like arcane magic wisdom.
1: Oh right. right, yeah.
0: How does she summon a glass thingy to take her take him to?
1: Who knows? Yeah, there are so many holes in this.
0: Yeah, and I can understand where Don was confused about the whole thing. Is like, are they a subterranean? Because they say they're in inner space, but then every time she comes and goes, it's through the lake. It's through water. Yeah, so it's like it's an underwater city, but it's an inner space, so it's not really underwater. And... and and
1: With stadium lighting. With sta- to, to bring up uh, another point, when she defeats Faye Dunaway, how does she defeat her? She, she sends her to the ph- Phantom Zone. No, 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 but actually how? She exposes her... Well, because Peter Cook says... No, 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 Peter no, no. Co- I'm talking about the physical act right. that she does. Peter Cook
0: says expose her to the demon is the only way, or make her confront it is the only way. And I- No, 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 no. You're getting... You're,
1: you're thinking too much. You're thinking too much. How did Superman save the day in the first and second film when Richard Donner was in charge?
0: Um... Uh... uh
1: he spun around the Earth?
0: No, the first film he spun around the Earth. The second film... Right.
1: Well, no, they, they fired Richard Donner for ending the, the second film that way, but... That's how the second one that ends in the director's balls. cut.
0: That takes balls.
1: It really does. But what does she do to Selena? She spins around her. Oh, I, in a tornado-like motion. I didn't catch that. Yeah, that's the first thing I caught. <laughs> it's like, really? Th- that's how she's going to save the day? By spinning around something? You know what the el- ultimate end of the film would have been?
0: If Superman said, nah, enough of this. and spun around the earth until the movie's uh, <laughs> rewound. Enough <laughs> <laughs> of no, this stuff. Enough. <coughs>
1: Pardon surprised me. Lex Luthor didn't make an appearance. I
0: apologize for the coughing. That's not kosher. No, it's not right. kosher. No, it's, not it. kosher. You
1: been, it's fine. Too much so. wine.
0: Um two, two quick two quick things to say then. Okay. Uh, thirty five million dollar budget, I think at least ten million dollars for the wind machines. Yeah. Every scene was windy hair.
1: Windy hair and everything. And I have to
0: take it back. Uh the, the the line uh it's just the way we are is not the best line in the film.
1: What's the best line? Then?
0: Best line of the film goes right in with my whole theory about the emasculation of men and the whole phallic symbol thing. Uh-huh. This goes right into play with that. Best line at the end of the film. What the box wants, the box
1: gets. <laughs> and how? And you know what's funny, too, about that? <laughs> it's like that's, they, that pretty much sums up everything. It sure does. <laughs> uh, they, they say at one point that it's getting bigger. But it, the actual Omega Hedron isn't getting bigger, just the box that it's in? Mm-hmm. How is that possible? Why would that even happen? Be- because it, well, and also, did, did you catch the whole thing? It was made
0: of lead. That's why her yeah. bracelet couldn't. And where did she get the bracelet? The, 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 the binary shoot gave her a bracelet that would, that would. Uh... Didn't she have it? On Argos. But she didn't plan ahead on this. She didn't say, "Oh, and I should be. I should also have this bracelet that detects the power source of my planet." She's like, "No, let yeah. me just let me just hop in the binary shoot while Peter O'Toole's acting." <laughs> she didn't plan ahead. She, Bam, zoom, zam. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, every time you say that, I giggle. She 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 just jumped in the thing and ran out of there like with the clothes on her back. So right. uh, so I don't know where she got a a a, a a a um, what's the name of it again? The hedron. Omega Thank hedron. you. The Omega—I don't know where she got Omega Hedron locating device in the binary shoe. Unless Peter Tool was planned ahead, maybe he would planned ahead. I, no, I don't. I don't think so. No, not at all. But yeah, uh, the whole idea that it's in lead so she can't see it. So like, no, Superman can't see through lead because of X rays. That doesn't make any. That's not the same thing. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> It really isn't. And I, I guess the lead growing was just the whole idea that the Omega Hedron creates things, so it was like expanding its own world. But that, w- but yeah. that would mean Argos keeps growing then, wouldn't it? Uh, Argos wasn't made out of lead. Argos was made out of saran wrap.
1: And railings. And railings. <laughs>
0: and hippies.
1: And hippies.
0: <laughs> this was a great movie.
1: Uh, I I did like it. <laughs>
0: Any any final thoughts, sir?
1: Um uh, No. <clears throat> Are you okay, sir? Did I
0: you, you hear that? I'm sorry.
1: I, I did hear it. I heard it loud and clear. Cover the mic, I thought. Cover the mic. If you can edit that, do, but don't worry about it if you can't. I'm not I'm not editing anything. Okay.
0: Oh, I wish Don had caught the last part there. That was I yeah, I, uh, I, I, I feel bad that I kind of dominated this one, but I guess you lost your notes, or I did lose my notes, dude. The, the Burundi wand, <laughs> the Burundi. There's like four phone rings in that film I got to make now, and I didn't even make a copy for myself. Yeah, I didn't even keep. I just, I just sent it back right away. I should have kept that. I needed that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need that phone ring, not the Burundi wand.
1: <laughs> oh Lord. Lordy, lordy, lord.
0: So, on uh, 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 on on the bad superhero film scale, how does this go for you?
1: Uh, from one being the worst, ten being the best. Yeah. I I gotta say it's a two. Okay. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Right, now, I I mean, as far as being fun because it's bad, I'd score it higher. But as a film, it's a two. Okay. Now. There's a lot wrong with this movie. I'm
0: going to admit right now that I'm slightly unprepared for this episode. I did not come prepared with a movie challenge.
1: Are you kidding me?
0: No, I'm not. But this is an easy fix because all I have to do is pick another bad superhero film.
1: It's, uh... But... I I just, I feel that... I had a busy week. Yeah, I understand. Uh, And I know,
0: and you're disappointed. I am disappointed. But but let's put it this way. Not only is it not only do we need a bad superhero film, we need a bad superhero film with a strong female
1: lead. I mean, you could always challenge me to something like my super ex-girlfriend.
0: I'm thinking more Catwoman.
1: Oh god.
0: <laughs> I'm think it's either that or Electra.
1: I got to go with Catwoman. Uh, so that's my challenge, Catwoman. Yes. Fine. Also, because
0: I I I'm dying to review that on the show.
1: Fine. I almost want I almost, wa- almost want to. Ha- well, then you shouldn't have prefaced that you didn't have anything. You could have saved face. I had not. Well, uh, but I'm honest with you. I would not like... Yeah, I know you're honest. with I, you and me. And I, I had to let you know that. Could have admitted to me uh, admitted it to me after we were done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, but you know, again, I got to stay true to the show. But if, if I had planned ahead,
1: I, I, I could have thought of something more obscure.
0: And you know, in the past, I have tried to go really obscure as far as like you know, oh, an alien that talks through a computer, or oh, you know, a child that saves the world. I'm going simple now. Okay, all right. You're lucky. I could have, right. I could have gone with, uh, I could have gone with uh, Peter O'Toole. I could have gone with uh, Helen
1: Slater. You could have. Sure. I could
0: have just gone Superman three and screwed you,
1: <laughs> or four. Four. I could. Su- I like Superman three. It is good. Yeah, me too. I, Especially the junkyard scene where he fights himself. it's The best scene ever. It really is. Yeah,
0: and and and, and I, Richard Pryor, I feel bad for. I think you know he tried. He did try. Yeah, and, and at least they didn't have. At least it wasn't uh, Lex Luthor. It's like okay. the only Superman film without Lex Luthor in it. Thank God.
1: That's true. But yeah, that's true. I go- Although I think they did have a cameo of him in prison. I thought no. I'm not 100 percent sure. In four,
0: in, in three,
1: yeah. no, nope. no, not
0: that I remember. If if so they it, did, it was deleted. But no, there was no no. They were. They, I have to re. I have to revisit. They it. actually tried to do something different for a change in that one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they they obviously didn't like it, so they went back to Lex Luthor in the fourth. Did film. you
0: see all the villains they were originally planning on putting in Supergirl?
1: No. Oh, originally they were they were going ape shit. They're like, oh, they,
0: I, I I lost the list. It was it's in the Superman versus Hollywood book, uh, but they they originally they wanted the show Krypton exploded again, and they they had all these other villains like uh, uh, Brainiac. Is that Brainiac? Is that one of them? Uh, Mister Mixoplex. Not Mixoplex, but a bunch of other ones. They really wanted to bring like all these other villains in because the Superman. I, I think they were trying to up the Superman film, saying, "Ah, oh, you guys keep using Lex Luthor. Watch this." Huh. But then they slam the budget on him. It's like, okay, we just have to do, you know, let's get fate done away. <laughs> she, and she can do her, uh, you know, 101 Dalmatians routine. Her mommy dearest. It's so bad they even have, like, everything zebra print. Oh, yeah. And I'm sorry. I'm I like I'm telling you, my crazy ants. If an Omega Hedron yeah, huh? falls from the sky into a bowl of cheese dip, it will. I, th- I think it was Grey Poupon. It will. Because they're, they're fancy. Oh, that was cheese dip it will it will be covered in cheese dip. I'm sorry for the rest of the movie. Or at least for when she picks it up out of the cheese dip. Yeah, this is very I'm true. willing to I'm willing to buy the fact that a a uh that a omega hedron hedron falls from the sky and that the witch automatically understands exactly what the pow- how how powerful it is. I'll buy that, but not covered in cheese dip? No. Cannot. Oh, oh, and I forgot one extra scene. What's that? uh, They also should have had a scene after when she kisses the the heartthrob. She goes back to the dorm and she's like feeling her lips and like making kissing faces in the the mirror. Oh, right. See, what should have happened then, Lucy Lane should have come in. And then Linda Lee says, Lucy, can you show me how to kiss? Can you show me how to do this? And Lucy says, yeah, I can. And then the next 15 minutes... Is all for us.
1: <laughs> us? I thought we were keeping this PG thirteen. All I'm going
0: to say is the next fifteen minutes. It was all about us and my Burundi wand. That's all. I. That's. That's what that would have been for right there. <laughs> I don't know how you get to that movie without. Us.
1: Uh. All right. Um. <laughs> and with that, we're going to talk about uh, so the five nominees. Oh, uh. Oh shit. Yeah. Um. We're at two hours. We're at two hours and five minutes. Okay. Look. I think we can. We can. We can wrap it up in like 15 20 minutes okay all right so uh, let's take a quick break okay <laughs> all right and when we come back we'll talk about the five nominees for the upcoming bad movie day at my house. am okay,
0: pouring more wine go for it
1: okay go ahead are you
0: home alone tonight got no one to cuddle urgent urgent for some connection don't worry daddy ain't gonna hurt you just tune in movie Sucktastic. Give us a call at 908-514-4470. Tell us what bad movies have been tickling you. Just call after dark. We like it that way. It a short, short break. I, I was just pouring myself a glass of my homemade Wilson Compound
1: wine. You know, I I just had some of it the other day. The Merlot, damn good stuff. Man. Oh, the Merlot, I damn good I, stuff. I'm bringing you uh, to the bad movie night. I'm bringing you a couple
0: bottles of my uh, Chilean Chilean Pinot Noir. Ah. Oh, and I've been bringing. Very nice. I've been bringing my hobos hobos jug of wine of the same thing.
1: Very nice. And, and also
0: some more uh, s- s- orange sangria too. So there you go.
1: Oh. Good stuff. Oh yeah, I, uh, I I broke out the Merlot. Mm-hmm. Uh At dinner on Sunday, we had a bunch of people. Oh, over. they requested that I make uh, homemade sauce, and oh, the, uh, I did you use the Merlot. I used the Merlot. Uh, my
0: mother uses the Merlot. Merlot. That Merlot is great for
1: cooking. It's fantastic, and I'm a big believer in drinking what you cook with, because they do got they have wines out there that aren't the greatest to drink, but they're good to cook mm. with. I'm a firm believer in if I'm gonna cook with it, I'm gonna drink it too. And I'm gonna use only good stuff that I'm gonna drink. So I obviously didn't use the whole bottle. I used a little bit to make the, the tomato sauce. And I put the bottle out on the table. And everybody had some and it was it was delicious.
0: Cool. I mean I, I also make it a, a point of I, I drink what I bottle. Uh-huh. So uh my 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 uh my guide of thumb is for every batch I bottle I drink a bottle myself oh, so if I okay. if I if I bottle two or three batches in one night I'm lucky if I make it through all of them oh my. yeah I just wake up wake up in the basement on the floor yeah it, it's good stuff but you, you're gonna <laughs> like the Pinot Noir because it, it's strong oh it is it, I don't know what I did but the alcohol content is higher than I expected it's still it's still young. It's still young. It needs to age a bit longer, but it's worth it. Okay. It's worth it.
1: Alright, very cool. All right, so how do you want to attack this part of the show uh, to the point of where we're going to end?
0: Uh, every year, Joey and I we, uh, we host, well Joey hosts and I kind of like leech on and pretend I had something to do with it, uh, a bad movie night. <laughs> We've been doing bad movie day or bad movie night depending on how, what time you see it.
1: I say bad movie day because I like to celebrate the entire
0: day. I say bad movie night because we end up watching the films at night. We've been doing this for how many years? Four? Uh, At least four. Before the podcast, we did this. This was before the podcast.
1: It was one of the, uh, as a matter of fact, the same summer that we started this podcast, it's now two years, uh, we did the first bad movie day outside. No. Yes, we did, we showed Tron. That was not the first bad movie day. Outside, that was. was the first one outside. The f- that's what I the said. The First
0: bad movie day. You're having too much the f- wine. The sir. first, ba- no such thing. The first, the first <laughs> bad movie day we did was a bad movie night, and the film, the right. films we showed, we showed Jim Cotta.
1: and Alone in the Dark.
0: Well, we started off with Alone in the Dark, Which, yes. which um, we showed. We, we the plan was to show one movie before everybody showed up. Show one movie while everybody was still there, and then show one film while everyone was leaving.
1: So correct. what happened
0: was we showed Alone in the Dark, and most people showed up in the last fifteen minutes of that, just in time to show the, just in time to see the dead girl get up before the camera cut away. That's right. Then we watched. Right. Then we watched Jim Uh and my favorite, which was a huge, hit. huge. Everyone loved it and everyone hated it. My my favorite part, my two favorite parts of the film were the one where somebody st- an hour a half hour in the film said, "Do we have to keep watching this now?" <laughs> <laughs> and then an hour in the film, someone said, "So when do they start playing the game?" And I, I had to say, they've been playing it for 15 minutes now.
1: <laughs> and and one of my favorite uh, lines from the night is someone just turned and said, uh, you're you're serious, right? <laughs> we
0: really have to watch or, the whole oh, movie? Oh, no, you're,
1: you're not serious, are you? Yeah.
0: They, they didn't believe <laughs> us that we... And some of these people did not show up again. But they did not... No, they, they didn't. They didn't believe us when we said we're watching the whole bad movie. They, yeah. We're not kidding here. And then, and then you and I, as stubborn as we were, yeah. everyone bailed out and left after Jim caught us. So you and I stayed up alone... And, and watch the black yes Hulk. and at the end at the <laughs> end we kept hitting each other because we kept falling asleep on each
1: other <laughs>
0: I was like no it's no like,
1: well and i and i think at one point you hit my arm and says you're not falling asleep on me man <laughs> i'm watching this you're watching it uh-uh. too <laughs>
0: I'm, wa- I'm watching these guys climb climb up through space to get to the spacecraft
1: you're with me on this right and then you'd fall asleep and i'd hit your arm and i'd say the same thing yes yeah, so, so <laughs> and what was the second bad movie night the second one was that the one at the lighthouse it was the it was the Halloween one where we showed Trick or Treat. Uh, we showed Chopping Mall. That was my
0: favorite one because we we showed we, uh, we showed we
1: didn't show Chopping Mall first. No, we sh- we ended on that. we ended on that. we always end we always end on uh, like the better movie, right? We, but, or well, not always. Sometimes we'll we'll like since we've been doing it outside, we'll premiere the movie at say seven o'clock, and then the second film is just for right. fun. But this, but
0: that one, the lighthouse. We, we I, we, I hosted there in the uh, green room.
1: We showed Trick or Treat first. And then we showed
0: um, bats, bats briefly.
1: You know, Chris kept. Uh, we kept going into the other room to eat food, and then you showed us around the lighthouse. So Chris just kept chaptering through yeah. and didn't tell us. And you know what? We didn't know.
0: <laughs> it really didn't. And then we watched yeah. um, uh, the Lovecraft film.
1: Oh, that's right. From we beyond. watched um, from beyond. Cut from beyond, and then and then we ended on chopping. And the, Mall.
0: The, the great joy of that was that we didn't even realize that the same actress was in both films. That's right.
1: <laughs> we're watching uh, Chopping Mall. We're like, wait, hey, a minute. I
0: recognize her <laughs>
1: <laughs> from about a half an hour ago. Yeah, my
0: favorite, and I know we're not talking about Chopping Mall. My, my favorite part of right. Chopping
1: Mall. Oh, it was when that girl's head exploded. No,
0: even no, but close. It's
1: B- better than it's that? They're
0: all they're all making out in the bed set, the bed department, and the guy and the girl in the bed, and she starts, she p- puts her head under the blanket and starts moving down, and the guy stops right. her and goes, oh, no, 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 I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I can believe in security robots, like, malfunctioning and going on a killing spree, but this makes no sense, sir. <laughs>
1: My favorite, my favorite, is when that girl's head explodes, only for the reason that every single person in the room said "Whoa!" in unison. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, everybody had the same reaction when the laser shot her in the ass too. Right. Well, we, we right. We we all had seen the film, but we had not seen it for so many years that it was a genuine surprise well, again. But,
0: it was such, but it's also such a bad moment too. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Exactly.
0: And then, uh, and la- we- the first outdoor one was after that. That was Tron. It was Tron in my backyard right.
1: And I think that was the only film we showed. Correct. Was was Tron. And then the following year was the Halloween one. And last year we showed uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, a new the New Beginning. Yes. Oh, uh, the Next Generation. The Next Generation. Yeah. The Next Generation with uh, Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey. And that was the
0: one that came out after Leatherface.
1: And right. And when we showed that last year, it was a perfect night to show it. Because in the film, it's in the middle of the woods. It's a cold night. Uh, it's it, You could see their breath uh, when they talk, kind of kind of night. And that's exactly the the same setting we had in my backyard. Mm-hmm. We're surrounded by trees. Um, it's a whole wooded area. Uh, it's a lot of trees. And it was dark. And uh, it was crisp. It was probably about 50 degrees last year. And- it was just... It was awesome. And also, we did the fire pit. It was fantastic. And also,
0: ironically, like Matthew McConaughey, I too had a leg brace that was controlled by a remote uh, TV remote control. <laughs> you, you didn't change
1: my batteries. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. Sorry. Wow. wow. And, and so here we are
0: now. The, the so that makes us the fifth annual. Uh yeah <laughs> yeah this, the, something the like that. fifth annual bad uh, movie. But now it's it's. This would be the second annual Movie sarcastic Bad Movie Night, right? This is the... It's
1: the fifth annual Bad Movie Night. No, it's the third. It's the third. We had not recorded our first podcast yet. Right. When we did the outside... Tron. Uh, Tron. Right, so this should, this should be the second annual. we knew the name of the site. We knew uh, when we were going to record. So, and we, we did dub it as uh, Movie Sucktastic because it was... Truly, the beginnings of the show.
0: Actually, if you remember, cre- if I remember correctly, that afternoon we were playing with the uh, the recording equipment. We were, and I told you to come over here, and I gave him a microphone, and I said, "Joey, say you're listening to the movie Fantastic."
1: And then I. That's right, and, and I, that is the the opening that ever since has been the opening of our show.
0: I, I I I just messed with it real quick and played it back, and Joey's like, "That's great, we should use that," and that's been the one we've used. We actually I actually re-recorded a new one once, and you you, you deleted it. Yes, I did. And, and
1: I agree with your, your move on that. That was correct. <laughs> and then uh, I think out of frustration and anger, you, you did one as a joke in a, in a later episode, which I thought was hilarious. Which one was that? Uh, I
0: It was a solo one. Oh, it was the one where I went, bam, 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 and
1: Right. Yeah. And you are like, you're listening to Movie so yeah, where you just sounded more urban than anything else. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't know what you mean, sir. Uh-huh. I think that was uh, the April box office one.
0: I, I think it was episode fourteen. Don't, don't go st- all statistic-y on me. Now, but you can't call this the third Batman, the the fir- Batman, the third yeah. movie, sarcastic movie night because that that implies it's been three years. It's only been two
1: years. Yeah, but it's well, it's the third annual. Right. It's the third time we're doing. And you
0: win third annual. So, so this is the third annual.
1: Okay. There's always a start to something, but it's, it's the, and, and a year doesn't have to pass for it to count.
0: This is the third annual movie sucktastic bad movie night, but it's the fifth annual bad movie night. That is correct. And we posted the uh, on the movie sucktastic Facebook page.
1: Yeah, the first one was sometime in January or February of two thousand and six, so it's actually a little over five years. We keep going back. Uh, so we posted on the Facebook
0: uh, movie sucktastic page. We we did a poll poll for the t- for the five Joey and I whittled it down to five films, one in each category.
1: That's right. When Comedy, say, drama, action, and horror.
0: When I say we whittled it down, when I say we, Joey and I worked on the list, I mean Joey came up with all the ideas and I just oh, helped and, them
1: choose them. And sci-fi, yes, <laughs> yes, I I did put together a list and just, you did he, help me whittle it down. You did the legwork on this one. That's okay. And so, if you want to announce what the five finals were. Okay, for the comedy category, we have the garbage-pale kids movie from 1987, <laughs> which <laughs> for which, which is the most diabolically bad. Uh, it could not be a more perfect bad movie day
0: film. It's, it's the worst. Truly, it's the worst reverse merchandising movie concept
1: ever. Produced by the Tops Bubblegum Company, it actually says that in the opening of the film. Produced by Tops Chewing Gum or Tops uh bubblegum uh-huh it or tops cards or some crap like you that will, but tops you will never is in...
0: see any other movie ever in your life that you can honestly say based on the trading cards exactly never ever you That's never it. ever will this, this is it this is the oldie one done game over well maybe
1: pokemon but
0: but that was a cartoon first they made the cards based on the cartoon that is true. Yeah, that no, is no, true. this was this was literally decade uh, like a decade of trading cards. Oh, Let's make a movie,
1: yeah, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and here's an idea. Let's make it live action and put midgets in costumes instead of making it a cartoon. Actually,
1: I don't I don't think it was a decade. I mean, the film came out in '87. When did the cards really start coming out? They were '81, '82. They were out for a while. They were out for a while. Well, let's put it this way. When the film came out, everyone was saying. Why are they making a movie about this? Mm-hmm. Weren't these things like four years ago? Yeah, they 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 were po- literally popular for a couple of years, and then that was it. No, no, they were out for longer than that, sir. I, I, were
0: they really? Yes. Do, do do not do not do not trivialize the impact that Garbage Pail Kids had. They were out for a long time. Two ye- It took them two years just to settle the lawsuit. Oh really? Like, oh yeah. Uh, uh, Cabbage Patch Kids sued them. And it it took oh that is right they looked a lot like the Cabbage Patch well, it, Kids but it's 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 a parody that's the point point. and they it took it took them years fighting the Mattel money Mattel right uh, Cabbage Patch Kids Cabbage Patch Kids is that Mattel created by Xavier Roberts is that Mattel what what toy company had that um, but anyway they they took them to court and it took them years and they finally the courts finally said no it's it's satire it's parody that's that's why it looks like it that,
1: that's not covered under copyright laws go screw just so you know, yes. because I'm looking at it now, uh, the cards premiered in 1985. Uh-huh. So that's only two years. Two years? It was that quick? Yep. I don't believe that. That's what the wiki says. Hmm. It actually says, Garbage Pail Kids, 1985 to present.
0: 1985? That doesn't sound right to me. Well, that's what it says. I don't believe them. 72, 82, I, I was in. I was in middle
1: school. Okay, maybe. Yep, I was in middle school in 1989. But the Garbage Pail Kid movie? I'm sorry, 1988. What year was the movie? 87. That seems too quick. It does seem... I remember... I could have sworn I remembered this film uh, taking a long time to... Well, not a long time, but uh, it came out a long time after the cards were popular. Yeah. But here's the thing. It came and went in the theater so fast that by the time it came out on video... It could have been a couple of years even after that. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Was it shelved for a while? I don't believe it. It's possible. Hmm. Let me see. Does it mention anything? Oh,
0: how sad is that? Garbage Pail. Garbage Pail. It came
1: out in August 1987. It was released in 373 theaters and made 661 thousand (laughs) dollars.
0: How sad is this? "Garbage Pail Kids" the movie was the last film of Anthony Newley. Oh, uh, Mr. Doctor Doolittle himself. Yeah, that—that that is seven levels. Of, that's seven levels of sad right there. Right. I can't even.
1: Uh, it says on Rotten Tomatoes the film holds a zero percent critic rating. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that. I'm looking right now. No, two point seven. Oh, critic rating? What's critic? That's IMDb. It's two point seven. Oh, Rotten but Tomatoes. Garb- Rotten Tomatoes is zero percent.
0: What what critic in the right mind would say this is a good film?
1: Well, we would, dude. And I, I I hope we watch it because I've been dying to cover this with you cause just, literally I, as of as of right now, I think it's only five votes behind uh, tying Van Helsing. I went and six votes for the win.
0: I think like half a year ago, I went back and I rewatched some of it on Netflix streaming, and I only made it through the first fifteen minutes. And that first fifteen minutes, we could have devoted an episode to.
1: Oh, absolutely. There was
0: that much wrong with it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. But, but okay, so that's the first one. What, what's next on the list?
1: Okay, in the in the horror category, it's Chud for Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dwellers. Now, this was also a nominee last year. It was a nominee for last year. And, and it, we almost played
0: it, but then it, a popular vote voted it down at the last minute.
1: Yeah, it voted it down for uh, Texas Chainsaw. Which
0: I, Now, I, I have to admit this. I have never seen Chud all the way through. Really? Even after after the bad movie night, you gave me a copy of the film, and I still haven't watched
1: it. Oh God!
0: So maybe I have to devote some time to watching Chud this this Halloween, because uh, I grew up with uh, it. I remember I remember the commercials as a kid, and I, and even as a kid, I remember noticing like, wow, that only lasted two weeks in the theater.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was really like, short lived. Really, short-lived. that was like the
0: dawning of my my realization of like bad movies, right
1: there. Yep. It sounded yep. like a cool idea, but no one, apparently no one liked it. I remembered seeing it when I was a kid, and uh, we talked about this in the Halloween episode. I mean, we're going way back, like 40 episodes. This is like episode 5. Um, and one of the mo- main things I remember is just the manhole moving up and over, and then this monster coming out yeah. of it. That was like the most vivid memory I have of this film growing up as a kid, I re- and I haven't seen it since. Now, so. I got.
0: I got to mention this as we're talking about Chud real quick. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm just checking IMDb as we're talking. Now, best title ever to this day. Everyone knows. You mean tag. You mean tagline. Well, best title ever is Chud. Title. Everyone to this. Uh, yes. Everyone to this day, knows Chud. Right. That correct. I'm looking at it. Worst taglines ever. Oh
1: yeah, read some of those taglines.
0: Ugly, slobbering, ferocious, carnivorous. What? That's it. The, here, here, <laughs> here's the word. Uh, Here's here's the worst one. They're not staying down there anymore.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then and then
1: I love the last one. Go ahead. You won't want to
0: know what it means. <laughs> oh they proved right on that one because no one not to see it.
1: Nobody saw
0: oh, it. Oh, poor Chud. And poor and, and Chud. it's actually one of my favorite uh Simpsons lines too. It was Homer versus the city of New York. He talks about his first experience in New York, and it's like this whole pantomime thing of him being mugged and all this. Right. And it's, like it's, it's all, like, silent film, and then the last shot is him falling through a manhole cover, and then they come back to him, and he's like, and then the chuds attacked me. <laughs> <laughs> and it just shows you, like, how many years later, that film was still in popular culture reference mode. Sure, because of the name. Yeah, just the name. No one's
1: ever seen the film. Yeah, I, I would... If you, I think we have a couple of people coming to bed in the mov- Movie Day that voted for it.
0: Right. I mean, and I guarantee you, if you could ask nine people, uh, you ask ten random people, nine of them will know what Chud is. None of them will have seen the film, or maybe maybe one of them. That's that's how bizarre a film this is. <laughs> what else we got?
1: Uh, in the sci-fi category, and the current film winning the vote is Van Helsing oh. from 2004. Oh. I really don't want to show this movie. Now, I'm... Not, I mean, it'll look pretty. Uh, the Blu-ray that I have will, uh, will look pretty. But I don't want to show a film because it's going to look good.
0: Now, here, I have mixed emotions here because on the one hand, I, I want... Nothing. What are you doing, by the way? I'm squeaking. Yeah, tell me about I'm gonna it. I'm going to stop. I want, nothing, <laughs> I want nothing more than to watch this film with a bunch of people who voted for it, who, who must like it on some level, and spend spend the entire film just making them angry at me
1: see and here's the thing we got a lot of votes for van helsing it can't all be they they must be people that like the film well no here's the thing i think there's only two or three votes from people that are actually going to bad movie day i so all the the rest of the votes are just you know fans of the, the show can't um, other people's friends voting, and then they see it, then they vote too. So there is a ton of votes for this movie of for people that aren't even coming. Next to Avatar,
0: Van Helsing is the one film where I meet so many... No, no, next to Fifth Element in Avatar, uh-huh. Van Helsing is the film where I meet too many people who actually say, I like that movie, and I have to hurt them emotionally. Yeah, and I, and I have to I crush think... their
1: spirit. Because it is a horrible movie. I, I think it's one of the biggest reasons why it's leading the vote. And it's. it's but it's, it's way too long. It's way too long. It's two hours and 11 minutes.
0: That's undoable.
1: See, the plan is to show uh, the video montage that we created, mm-hmm. which kind of shows little bits and pieces of each film, all their worst scenes, then show a movie. And then show a second film right after it, and get done about 10, 10.30. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. And if we show Van Helsing, there's no second movie.
0: Yeah, and 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 I mean,
1: and there's and there's no montage. And
0: if we have fans of the movie, I may not make it through the whole film alive.
1: Yeah, and I think a I think a lot of people are fans, but I don't think a lot of them are showing up for Bad Movie Day, to be honest. Good. I looked at all a lot of the names and. None of them are coming yeah. to uh, the house. So that's... So, yeah. yeah. What, what else we got? Uh, in the action category, we have Superman Four: The Quest for Peace. <laughs> and this is yet another film where Lex Luthor is the villain, creates another supervillain with a piece of uh, Superman's hair, and sends it off to the sun with a bunch of missiles that Superman is just gung-ho about destroying and in turn creates this super villain uh, who uses the sun uh, for his strength and power. Uh-huh. And you would think, oh, that doesn't sound like too bad of an idea, until the villain shows up <laughs> and is some Chippendales-type uh, villain, and when he talks... Oh, I fr- now, I, I remember... It, it's just it's awful. Like, one scene, he talks, he goes, I am the father now. And it's, like, echoing and bellowing and Gene Hackman, who created him, he goes, "You have my voice." It's like, no, he doesn't. He really doesn't. I, His voice is nowhere near Gene Hackman's. No, not even close.
0: I I remember this. Uh, the guy that plays—he—he's a he, kill
1: Superman. He's
0: a wrestler or I something.
1: Mean, that's it. I don't know. Oh, what? I may, probably.
0: I no, I remember reading about this because because uh, yeah, they picked him. Oh, there was something weird about it. But he,
1: yeah, he was really and the way he yells and screams at the camera is just so uber-terrible. He would just go, Roar! He would roar, and his mouth would move like a horse. It's just like, What are you doing?
0: Oh, no, that was... His name was Mark Pillow. Uh, okay. That's, that's the actor's actual name. And that's the only film he's ever been in. Of course. Um, actually, well, it says that, but uh, he he's also been in a couple TV shows, uh, A Wise Guy and Alaska Kid. But his only... Theatrical role is Nuclear Man in Superman Four.
1: <laughs> His name is Nuclear. As
0: Nuclear Man. Nuclear Man. Yeah, but I remember reading. I wish I remember where I read. It. I have to go back. There, but something. He he was like a wrestler or something or something weird like that. it's Okay. And but yeah. But great dialogue in that film though.
1: Oh, the, the best. Awesome dialogue. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think everyone will be foaming at the mouth if we show that one. Ah. Oh. Although there is no love for Superman Four, it has one vote. My, 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 and I and 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 I think the only reason why it has one vote is because I made a post saying, "Wow, no love for Superman 4. and I think someone genuinely felt bad for the, it. The, my favorite comment ever about Superman
0: Four was a uh, riff tracks of it, where the one guy doing the humorous voiceover of the movie said, uh, "This film's approach to science is what crippled Stephen Hawking." Oh my! <laughs> it's <is> so true. <laughs> And, uh, and yes,
1: next. Oh, and finally, the last film in the last category for drama is *The Room* from two thousand
0: and three. And and what else need you need need you say except
1: oh hi Joy, oh oh hi doggy, <laughs> oh hi Mark, oh Mark, you're an expert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really wish that this film. Chip had
2: chip, 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 chip
1: right. More notoriety. Because I really think that once I show the montage, and I show, I show, I have a lot of scenes from that movie. I think once I show the montage, people are going to be like, "What is this? Why aren't we watching this?" Because you didn't vote for it, well, what, and you just probably didn't know about well, it. Mob
0: rule always counts, and and just like last year when the mob rule made us change from Chud to uh, Texas Chainsaw, uh, mob rule can always make us switch films at the
1: last minute. Although when they see the montage I have for Garbage Pail Kids man is that wow. All I can say is wow. We really have a great selection of nominees. We, this we year. do. We really do. And uh, once Bad Movie Day is over, I will upload the the video montage to the Facebook page and the website and YouTube so that everyone can watch. And YouTube. Yeah.
0: Oh, I, so. I I'm dying to see it. I have not seen
1: this. Joey doesn't let me see these
0: before they they appear. Oh, the montage? Yeah.
1: I let you know about it. You, you, and, he teases uh, me,
0: and I have to wait for everybody else. To watch.
1: Nobody else knows about the montage but you. Yeah, I, I mentioned. And by the time people hear this episode, uh, it'll already be up.
0: Yeah. Oh, but I mean, the I mean, the only problem with the room
1: is is, is the sex scenes. Is <laughs> <laughs> which you know what they're not that bad. No, but they're not. They're, they're bad. They're not
0: bad, but you're talking like five to ten minutes of sitting around with a group of people going, "Yeah, there's his ass again." And yep. it's, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> it, it and people be. are going to be eating. Yeah, yeah, but they'll, they'll 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 persevere. Now, Chud, I don't think a problem with ser- with serving food. Garbage Pail Kids in the room, you're running a real risk of issues there.
1: Right. Oh man. Yeah, I'm looking so. This. All right. Um, so that's that. That ends our nominees for Bad Movie Day. If because uh, this this episode will get posted tomorrow, the day before Bad Movie Day. If anyone listening wants to vote, go to our Facebook page on the right... I'm sorry, on the left side, click on the questions link, and then uh, choose your movie. What is the name of that Facebook page? Uh, com. Aha. Yeah.
0: Okay. And and now, we have those commercials now that say every everywhere else they can find us, right? Absolutely. Good, so I don't have to bother with that.
1: No, no. And we always mention it at the very end, anyway.
0: And and, and also, if you're interested in reading Don's book uh, about the, the Gothel murder which is a really good book. I've I, I read an advanced copy. Uh, excellent. I mean, as far as true crime goes, like, uh, like good true crime, it, it's one of the best ones I've read since um, uh, Venom in the Blood. So, oh, very, yeah very cool. So really, check it out. I'll have a link up on the blog by the time you hear this or by the weekend. Take a look. And Joey will have it up on the site. So, you know... I'll have a link. Get a copy of this book. I'm, I'm pushing him to get his publisher to put it out on ebook too, if you're a Kindle or, uh, or um, mm. other... Inferior version, uh, owner Nook. Yeah, that's what I said.
1: I don't think Nook is inferior. Okay, but that's just. Did me.
0: You see the new, uh, new release, uh, the Amazon. Yes, I did. Yes, yes. I we, you and I have to talk about that because I got to see uh, what if I should upgrade. Uh, uh, I need to see it first. Well, yeah, but I'm you. You have the insider information. You're the, tech, now, you're the tech guy.
1: Are you going to read from the terrible game or? We're running long, and you'll just do it next. You week?
0: You know what? Let's we can do a short burst. Let's let's not let's not uh, we'll do a quick. Let's not deprive everyone. Yeah, I mean, I stopped off after the giggle fest last time. Yes. Um, what a queer, wa- not queer way to spend the summer. We stopped. Nope. We stopped with uh,
1: something about toss salad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. We stopped with the uh, work. <laughs> you'll you, the last.
1: Uh, you'll see soon enough. You'll
0: find out soon enough why they smell that way. So <laughs> there's. I- I'm gonna finish half a page. It take a couple minutes. All right, go ahead. Okay, this is the uh, the next chapter of, or the next reading of The Terrible Game by Dan Tyler Moore, later to be immortalized as Jim Cotta. Jonathan felt a bit ridiculous following his father into the dining room dressed the way they were. He could smell liver and bacon cooking. The pantry door opened. It was Ferguson with the orange juice. Ferguson. Jonathan grinned at him, expecting some reaction to their costumes. He was disappointed. If the butler thought their costumes were queer, he did not betray it by the slightest chance of expression. As he left the room, Jonathan's father winked. When you've been with the Burr family thirty years, he said, it takes more than a couple men eating breakfast and nothing but black leather pants to astonish you. It was shut up. It was surprising how easily his father spoke Turkish. They talked all through the oatmeal and thick cream and through the liver and eggs and bacon. Mostly they talked about wrestling. Colonel Bird took a big swallow of milk. Asiatic wrestling is different from the stuff you are used to at college, he said. An intercollegiate wrestler wouldn't last one minute against any ham Turkish wrestler if he fought under their ancient rules. He cut a large he cut off a large piece of liver and suspended it at the end of the spork. Ugh. There are just two ways to win an Asiatic wrestling match, he said. One, use any method you want to get your opponent's chest pointed up towards the sky, even for a fraction of a second. If he falls on his back, he loses. If you can lift him up in the air so his chest faces the sky, you win, his father grunted. The other way you can win is much rarer. If you pull your opponent's pants off, he loses. (laughs) Jonathan watched his father down another slab of liver and a great gulp of milk. Easy to see where his own appetite came from. That's why, Jonathan, the pants are leather and that's why they are tied on with three sets of rawhide thongs. And I'm stopping there.
1: <laughs> oh my God! I I, I might. It's just <laughs> I don't know how it gets better, but it just gets better and better, and they won't stop using the word queer. You know
0: how you win? You pull off their pants. <laughs> That's why ours are fastened with a series of thongs. I could just like rewrite this, <laughs> and and as like a gay erotica, and make a fortune. I, you should. I I, I got to get on that.
1: <laughs> oh my lord. All right. Joey, uh, Joey. Yeah. Olive oil. They smell it and toss salad. <laughs> Olive oil. <laughs> All right. Let's end the show. <laughs> yes. Yeah, let us end the show. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us yet again for another fantastic episode of Movie Sucktastic. Uh, thank you, Don Smith, for joining us as well. It was a lot of fun. Don, thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yep.
1: Uh, if you want to listen to us on iTunes, go right ahead. Give us some reviews. We would love to have those. You can listen to us through Stitcher, op- uh, application for your iPhone, iPad, things of that nature. Uh, you can email us at themovieguysatmoviesucktastic.com. Excuse me, .com. Um, going for the, going for the deep, sexy voice there? Going for the deep, sexy voice. No, I lost uh, air. <laughs> Uh you can call us at 908-514-4470 and uh check out our lunch.com community. Uh definitely hop on that. Write reviews, anything you want to do, it's cool with us. And I think that's about it.
0: That's right, and just remember, Joey, don't get them wet, mm-hmm. don't put them in direct sunlight, and whatever you do, don't feed them after midnight.
1: Cause uh they'll multiply with water
0: let me tell you about sodomy
1: oh brother
0: that's that's a peter jackson film i don't want to hear it
1: yes i know i i know all about it
0: i bet you do you might think it's very odd of me good night everybody Uh good night